Hey guys, we just want to take a moment to welcome you to our 100th episode celebration. Tonight we have a fun time planned for you guys. There's going to be games and reflection and emails. Yay! Oh boy, that sounds like fun. So pull up a seat and get you a treat. Because the, show... the show starts, starts now. now. Nailed it. Put my life into pieces. This is my Good evening. It's your old friends at a cut above horror review. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and I'm here with John. What's up, John? Hello, Jacqueline. Hello, Hydraberg. Wow, this is uh this is gonna be a different episode for us. 100. It is different, guys. I Ooh. can't believe we made it. Yeah, we did it. We so, did it. You know, last night we recorded our actual hundredth episode on mm-hmm. the film Green Room, and tonight we're just doing a little special bonus episode. To celebrate and do some, you know, reminiscing, some reflecting, and uh, you know, share some some treats with you guys. So this yeah. is just kind we got of a bunch of friends on the show, so we want yeah. to give them some love, and we definitely will. Yeah, this is really kind of our first uh, legit bonus episode, right? It is. Yeah, the first boner episode. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first uh, one that's given me a boner. Boy, 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 boy. Whoa, hey! I promise <laughs> a boner. We got a lady boner. Oh God, John. See, that was, that doesn't, I feel like that doesn't count. Why? Because it wasn't organic. Yeah, it was. You forced it in there. No, it just popped into my head and I said I wouldn't mention Rob Zombie. Oh my God. <sighs> I, you really finessed Heidelberg, it. I don't feel like that counts to you. No, I'm going to actually edit that out. I'll just, we'll, well, perhaps we'll uh, put it in later in the show. That, huh? Perhaps, no. perhaps it will, perhaps it will come you up. You want to finesse it in there. Who can say? really um well yeah so we're gonna start out with just some reflections and a little bit of a look back so i think uh, a good way to set the tone for moving forward is to throw it over to hydraberg who's got a little special treat for us to start out with and of course he's got to put in his yeah, yeah. Eye drops to moisten his eyes gotta moisten my eyes <laughs> moist that's my favorite word ever moist. i brought my shoes and my glasses so that i have them <laughs> Hey, are your eyes nice and moist now and ready to read? My eyes, they're very moist now. Oh, God. They're unmoistable. Oh, Lord. I I have a reach around for you guys to uh, celebrate our uh, 100 episode. Oh, special one. That's awesome. I cannot wait to hear it. Special reach arounds are the best kind of reach arounds. Yep. Definitely. I think my eyes might get moist after this, though, because this is is a great day for me. Being with you guys, that's awesome. Yep. I, I'm going to have some tissues ready in case my eyes get moist also. All right. You guys ready? Ready. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Once a week, three people met over Zoom. For two years, they talked about facing their doom. But first, we need to discuss the Rob Zombie in the room. Is he hiding in the reach around or maybe the news? At least he lo- he was nice enough to leave a melange full of clues. As you cover horror, e- either streaming or blues, three people far away grew to be very close. But something must be said about their gracious host. She is the greatest. Come on, let's boast. As we pull the mask off your face, revealing the ghost. Jacqueline had been the killer all along. Cereal in a bowl, milk withdrawn. John loved nudity all along. Hydroberg with ranch like get off my lawn. Look at what a beautiful friendship this podcast has spawned. It came at a hard time like a shot in the arm. Covering a movie each week has helped me weather the storm. Discussing the classics, silent, modern, or foreign. Not a moment was boring. Except for allegoria, you could have caught me snoring. The moral of the story, true friendship's important. And so is this podcast. Two years I never thought we'd last. 
but 100 episodes is part of the past. He-Man may finally get Skeletor at last. A show that fits like a rhinestone glove. This podcast is a hunk of hunk of burning love. 100 episodes of a cut above. Oh my gosh. My eyes are totally not moist. <laughs> I'm not moistening. You're moistening. <laughs> oh my God. I'm all right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going behind the scenes, Nick. I love you, man. That, <laughs> dude, you. Thanks, guys. You really I'm are. Really crying my eyes out right now. Yeah, you you really are a a, a genius, man. Uh, everything you do and the hard work you put into this show is fantastic, Jacqueline. Um, you as host, I couldn't think of a better person. Uh, you you keep us together. You you keep us <laughs> focused. Somewhat. Civilized, somewhat. <laughs> exactly, but uh, I, I love you guys. A little bit more I mean, civilized. Honestly, Jacqueline, bit... Nick, I love you guys. Uh, love you too. This I love is you guys. this has been a fantastic almost two years. Um, I, I said it yesterday when we did Green Room that I never thought in the podcast world that we, I would ever make it to 100, and I can't think of two better people to be with. I can't think of a better genre of movies to be talking to two people with and uh it's that's uh, fantastic i'm happy i'm i'm looking forward to the next but for our next one 200 yeah, and 300 it'll come soon enough i know well i'm honored to be doing this with you guys uh i feel like you kind of just dropped it in my lap for me um <laughs> you were so kind to welcome me onto the show i was the last one to join and um, I never thought that I would be doing something like this. And Hyderberg, that is absolutely the best reach around you've ever written. It's my favorite <laughs> one. It's my favorite one. I say that every week, but this is legit right. number one. Same. Um, my, I think you. my favorite part of it is when you said like a shot in the arm, because it well, it kind of has a double meaning because we started recording in the spring of 2021. Yeah, and, you know, we we'd been through a hard time, you know, an extra hard time with the pandemic. And right around that time is when vaccines started coming out. But also like this show was like a shot in the arm, because I think a lot of us at that time, were feeling like, alone, and isolated, mm -hmm. depressed, and kind of like directionless, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. But that's how I felt I mean, anyway. <laughs> a lot of people feel that way yeah. during those, those two years of just like quarantining and staying indoors. Yeah. And, and this show was such a wonderful thing for me for so many reasons one because primarily because it allowed me to develop a new like a new and deeper friendship with you guys like I was acquainted with you but I wouldn't say we were like close friends yeah but through doing this like we absolutely became like deep friends mm -hmm. and we're I didn't, I didn't expect case. that to happen you know and um and also just like outside of the friendship aspect you know again, being isolated because of the pandemic. And for a lot of other reasons, I felt like I didn't really have any creative outlets in my life or any mm -hmm. avenues to pursue my favorite hobby, which is, you know, being part of the horror community in some fashion. Like, you know, I didn't really have a lot of time for movies. I, you know, there were no conventions happening. I'm just, I've got all these kids. And so, you know, I just felt like I, I wasn't getting that shot of, you know, that like, what I was passionate about in my life. Yeah. And I wanted that, but I didn't know what avenue, like in what form it might take in my life. And I certainly never expected this, but unexpectedly it happened. And I am so grateful for 
every aspect of this show in my life, but primarily because of my friendship with you guys. And I love you very much. Love you too. I love you guys. Yeah, I I, I do got to say that that um, I went through a very very tough time, and, and what you guys did um, as far as keeping this going, this this you know this wonderful thing that we have together um, means the world to me. And the fact that that when I dealt with that and I got out, that you guys were there for me. You know, the first text message I got was from Nick, and he said, you know. Welcome back, buddy. And same with you, Jacqueline. It was just, it, it was so, it meant the world to me. I know that they, they were not just family, but, you know, my other family, my horror movie family, Jacqueline and Heidelberg, um, that you guys were there for me. And it was really tough. And I went through a lot, but it, I knew I could come, come back with open arms. And that felt great. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that, you you uh giving that little that piece of yourself to our audience i think resonated with a lot of people uh you being transparent about your issues and i mean i I admire that i think that's strong as fuck so um i think it's commendable that you came on and just put it out there and it resonates with people and they have had similar struggles and we even someone wrote in i forgot i forgot exactly who it was i don't want to like air his personal business but he was um he was really struck with what you had to say that night so you know there's people out there that are listening well, the There's no reason thing- to hide it. But when no. you got family like this, you know, you, no, you feel welcome. Well, and the beautiful thing is that in the past two years that we've been doing this and we have been growing our friendship, the friendship has been tested. I mean, each one of us has gone through some tough things. And I think all three of us have gone to the others and shared like, you know, I'm really struggling with this or that, mm-hmm. or like, I'm having a hard time right now, or like things are kind of dark right now. And I think all three of us have gone to the others and been able to say that and each time the other two have, have been there for the other. Or and so that's how we nice know it's text just out of the blue, you know, like, Hey, how's everything? Yeah. It kind yeah. Of stuff. yeah. And so it's like, we've been through that together. And so I, you know, I think that's the, it builds trust. Like we know we've been there for each other in the past. And I know that I can always go to you guys anytime in the future because you've, you've been there for me before. And I know you would again. Absolutely. It is a testament. I mean, we just get together and talk about movies. And we met through a podcast community. Like, you know what I mean? When you when you just like unravel it all, it's like very, you know, it's like it's it's like something out of a movie, you know, just like a, a comedy or something like that, where the just the way life works. We stumble along and we stumble onto things that we're interested in. Look, it was an avenue for you, Jacqueline, to get back into horror a little bit more. You found straight straight chilling and like that resonated with you. You joined the community, even though you said you I think we're at first were like a little hesitant, but you did of slack and look what happened like we met everybody i had met john already through them and you know one thing led to another now we're here two years later with 100 yeah. episodes under our belt i'm a podcast it's wild I, still, I say that and i don't i don't feel like a, i'm like <laughs> i just feel like some I, idiot who like just yeah. wants to like shoot the shit <laughs> I, I i do gotta say you know big props to and again this is like behind the curtain you know rob Andy and Justin that that they started this community and I would have met you guys if it weren't for them. You know, I'm it's I think they mean a lot to a lot of people and I don't think they get their flowers enough. Um, yeah. So I want to I really do straight chilling podcast. Um, you know, they it's like what we do of just shooting the shit about horror movies, but they created this community where we could meet and celebrate our 100th episode. 
yeah. and somehow it works like that community has stayed positive and supportive it has not become toxic like so many other groups like that sure. do. like a lot of groups start out with the same kinds of intentions and they go south real fast yeah but this one has stayed stayed good i i don't know how and there, and there are a lot i think of it's different... because they set the tone there, yeah they do and there are a lot of different uh, opinions in that slack too mm-hmm. there's a lot of different uh people in there but I feel like there's unspoken rules that everybody just kind of yeah. inherently follows. And, you know, because you don't want to you don't want to ruin the fun for everybody else. It's a fun place to be in. It's a nice place to you can lean on people in there. You know, people are if you say you're having a bad day, the people that ask you how it's going, like they're being genuine. They're taking a moment out of their life. Mm-hmm. They don't really know us. Right. Like we're just all fans of the same thing. Yeah. Um, and that just unites us, which is, you know, it's just a testament to, I think, like you said before, the horror genre in general, just people gravitate towards each other in it. Well, if I could quote our favorite uh, poet, uh, we're just more human than human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. That's beautiful. That's actually a Blade Runner <laughs> reference. Yeah, I was going to say it's actually a Blade Runner, but, you know, appropriated by our Not favorite for poet. this show. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, it's Zob Rombie, goddammit. Zob Rombie. <laughs> we're dragon. I want to drag it with you. We're dragon. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Come on. Thank you Come for on, that Hydra beautiful reach around. like a dragon, too. <laughs> well, Hydroberg, thank you for that that beautiful reach around. Seriously, it was the best one you've ever it read. Was. It really period. was. I don't know. I, I appreciate it, though. It's definitely... It came from the heart, you know? Uh, yeah. It came... It, writing about us, it's a little... Because I don't have a movie plot to go off of, but I have the plot of our show, right? I have how sure. our show arced and the things that have driven us together and how our, you know our relationship is strengthened and I have images of all the guests that we've had on this last year. This last year, we said last year, like, Oh, we're going to do more things. We did more things this year. Like I'm very happy with uh, what we like the episodes we put out this year. I think we've had some great guests on. And sometimes I think, do we invite too many guests? I don't think so. I think guests are awesome. Yeah. I love, I love bringing people on. And I do like when it's the three of us too. I love those episodes as well. Yeah. But there's certain episodes I'm just looking at where I'm like, Oh, this person, He'd be great on there where we get these two guys on there. You know what I mean? Like certain episodes just speak to you where I think they'll be even more fun with guests. Um, and Frank and Nicole, who's our fourth guest or. Yeah. She's yeah. not a guest. Like she's just, she, she's the, she's the Pete best. Of Nicole, if you need to like stay on my couch one night or something, like I got you, like it's all good. <laughs> well, this might be a good time to move into some of the uh, reflections that I, that I wanted to kind of uh, bring up with you guys. So <laughs> if you don't mind, I have a few little, reflection type questions reflection. oh okay all right so my first question is oh wait are we doing it the same as we did on the 50th where you just call out your name is the oh, question or these are not the, this, is, this is not the game thing these are just yeah. like oh, oh, things okay. to that is like just what john wants to answers. know is when is it game time because these are i will tell you i will right? tell you when it's game time it right? i've been taking steroids so i believe ready. i won last year so Yes, you did. I think you did. Actually. My ass. I'll be keeping score and announcing uh, a winner at the end of the games, but we're not there yet, John. Don't worry. I will let you know. He's like chomping at the bit. Um, these are that just fucking re- sucks. Sorry. <laughs> these are Buster just questions sucks. for Go reflection. Ahead. All right. Okay. Questions for reflections. Questions for reflections. By Jacqueline. By Jack Handy. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wrong one, Stuart Smalley. So, hilarious. Mind. I associate them with each other. That's all yeah. Right. yeah, it still works. All right. So, my first question to you guys is: What were some of your favorite episodes that we had in the past year since we did our our 
one year anniversary. Can I say that our our Wasata episode was one of my favorites? Well, that was one of my Ho favorites. <laughs> you ho, what? Sarah. Ho, Sarah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Woo! Wasata. I mean, well, yeah. I just think that we had such a good discussion about that, and it was a movie I never even thought about. But the more I've like researched it, it was like one of the best movies or, or, or like one of the critics choices of 2022. And I went, well, we did that. Yeah, we mm -hmm. did. And uh, sometimes I wonder, like, because we rated that pretty high. And I'm like, is that recency bias? But I don't think it is. I think that's just a really oh. good film. Like that film kind of just snuck up on me. And I was just like, damn, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. And I've met some people recently that have like some other opinions that sway in the other direction. Sure. That totally don't like it at all. And they call it out for kind of the things that we called it out for, too. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that like, you know, the uh, the themes and stuff. But um, at the end of the day, it's it's a great film. Yeah. And that one's meaningful to me, too, because if I'm not mistaken, John, that was the episode of your return. Was it not? It was, it was. the episode of your return. That yeah. one was uh, high, highly anticipated for me. When you came back, they were like, Domanos, Coramos, Colirios, De Colores. What? It's a uh, joke from our Children of the Corn episode. Oh, oh the, yeah, the yeah the chant. the cornucopia. When I was on vacation, yeah, yeah, when you were on vacation. But no, that one was meaningful, um, just in and of itself, because I love that movie too, and it was a great discussion. But also because that was the episode that you came back for, so thank you. That was extra special. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was fun to come back to. It was a really, really fantastic movie. Yeah. Hydraberg, what were some of your favorites? We were going to actually bring you back for Bury the Bride by Spider-One. Oh, yes. Yeah, we were going to try and time it. Yeah, that was a news story while you were gone that Spider-One yeah, we is doing a new a new movie. So, of course, mm -hmm. that's got to go on the schedule. I think that was on the Void episode. Uh, <laughs> so, for me, um, uh, how many of these do I get to pick? I'm just as many as you want. Just you right. can rattle off some I have like five or so top. Yeah, like, yeah. Tell us. Uh, if you just want to pluck through them, I can go first uh, on this one. Uh, the, right. On this one, my list. Uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare with Stephen and Leo from uh, Spoilzahara. Great fucking episode. Amazing movie. Such a stupid movie. I had so much <laughs> fun casting that. There's so yeah. many good jokes that came out of that episode. So many funny things happened. The We're still talking about it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. The whole Skeletor thing was born out of that. I mean, that's come true. On. Yeah, yeah that, we we're constantly throwing back to that one. I texted you guys and Stephen and Leo just like three days ago because I was at the mall and saw a guy yeah, who guy looked, looked exactly like, like um, what was the guy's name in the movie? His the actor Mayden? was Thor or something or other. Uh, Thor Michael something. Thor M Michelson or something. Or Michael, like that. Yeah, yeah Michael he looked exactly Thor. like him from the movie, and I took a stealth shot, but it didn't turn out very well. But still talking about it. So Hydraberg, I agree with you. That was on my list too. Sean, anything else? That, uh, any others? Yeah, I, I loved our Terrifier to? two episode. Yes, uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it was highly anticipated. I think it lived up to the hype. But the conversation was even better for me. So that's the thing. I think like love or hate Terrifier 2, like you got to have it. Like everybody has an opinion about it. Like it gets everybody talking you know, one right. way or the other. Right. It I is a good, uh... In anticipation of this, I actually watched Terrifier. Uh, God, what was it on? Must have been Tubi. Of course it was Tubi. Think, huh? Of course it was T. Everything. Yeah, I know. Tubi has everything. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I watched it again and I'm just like, yeah, I had so much fun doing that episode. Yeah. Hydraberg, any others that you want to? Oh, yeah, I have a bunch. Uh, well, not a bunch, but uh, Halloween 3, uh, the first episode mm -hmm. that Amy Burke came on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's been on three times, and every time she's on, I have a fucking blast with that girl. Like, 
she can come on the show anytime. I, I kind of I wish I could fit her in more. Like she's yeah. just we have a good time with her. One hundred. I'm glad you guys got to meet her. I yeah, I'm glad that you introduced her to us. Like definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, <clears throat> when I started in radio uh, in Michigan, I mean, she was just like one of these like free spirits that you really gravitate towards. Yeah. And um, man, she's fantastic. So we got to yeah, have her on again. Her mind. I, I, I like, like she's super smart and funny as fuck. Just super mm-hmm. creative and like. And I'm sorry, but bold. gorgeous. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, oh, I've, she's a beautiful woman. Absolutely. I know. I've seen this like these pinup pictures of her and these like modeling pictures. I'm like, damn, Amy. Killing oh, my it God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I just like everything about her. I think she's funny and, um, like she has, she puts out great content and she's fun on the show, the way she does improv and stuff like that. She can roll with a joke, like way faster than any of us. (laughs) So fearless leader, we haven't asked you, what are some of your favorite episodes? Um, also the ones that you guys mentioned are on my list, are on my list. Um, I really enjoyed our get out episode. That was one of my favorites that we did with James, a.k.a. Trey from Trey. I have that as an honorable mention. Yeah, I that was one of my top favorite episodes that we did. Um, Very proud of that episode. He was such a good guest and he he added so much to the discussion. And it was just like one of the best conversations that I think we've ever had on the show. He's just a great guy. He's a great guy. He's so freaking smart. Like, I feel like such a dummy to him he's so nice though he's a wonderful wonderful person and just like you said john about amy i'm so happy that i was able to introduce you to him and him to you and um i'm a little ashamed that we haven't had him back on yet and we need to get him back on the <laughs> yeah, show gotta like, rectify that. sooner rather he than later i kind of want to get him on for something i want to get him on for something trashy <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and see how he handles that yeah like I he's so like classy in... yeah you know? um, i think i think he'll adapt well i think i think he could I yeah. think he could talk about anything. He's so yeah. he's a he's a special person. I'm really glad that he came on. And but yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes. It was a great conversation with an an absolutely stellar guest about a stellar movie. So and that's you know that's that's something because not all of my favorite episodes were necessarily on my favorite movies, and not all of my favorite movies made for great episodes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, some yeah. of my some of my favorite movies, I the you know the episodes they were fine but not like top favorites yeah um some of my favorite episodes have just been for like some random shit like um, yeah. blood rage yeah i loved our blood rage episode i yeah. i had so much fun with that and um you know not a top rated movie for me but it's a it was fun i really liked it but the, the episode was it's a fun up episode there on the list for me um and also the brood that's the last one i'll mention the brood mm-hmm that was a good, good a good episode, a good conversation about that. That one. kicked so, off our uh, creepy children month. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, I have a. Couple. Uh, Fortunately, I was on vacation. Yeah, you didn't get to jump in on that one, but uh, we'll do more Cronenberg in the future. I'm I can sure. go really quick. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I want to do video drum pretty soon. I yes. think. Yeah, but um, our prom night episode when you brought on Rob and Andy from Circle of yeah. Jerks. A, yes. That episode makes me laugh. That's up there with the rock and roll nightmare one where like I listen to those episodes just because I think they're great. I think they're hilarious. And and us ripping on Lou the entire episode about his <laughs> unibrow and how he's like a fucking Cro-Magnon man. Like it's just classic. It's great fucking podcasting, in my opinion. Like, I don't care who listens to it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it just makes me laugh. And it, it, we had a great time with those guys uh, quickly. Got like the ball rolling. It was first time meet. I loved. um I love the Donnie Darko episode that G baby came on. I loved their conversation. Uh, it's one of my favorite reach arounds actually that I've ever done. And um, I just thought it was a, 
it's an interesting film. I've always kind of wanted to talk more at length about it. And that was a good episode. And mm. I have a couple honorable mentions. One of them you might be surprised, Jacqueline, is Black Christmas. Although okay. I did not love that film, our episode, I do love. Okay. I think no. our ep- I am a little surprised, yeah. but I like I it. Think, I think our discussion about that film and us all agreeing that we sort of like all don't like it for varying reasons. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was a great discussion. And it because um, I've re-listened to all these episodes recently because I was... You know, uh, spoiler alert, I'm making a clip reel and it's coming out later this week. But um, uh, yeah, so like that just that episode made me laugh a lot. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas episode. Actually, I don't want to steal. If you have more, if you have more. I have more questions, but I don't have okay, more. Okay. To, to just real quick, uh, Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas episode. I thought it was great. I loved yeah. the discussion. I loved having Nicole on for that one. It felt when I re- listened to it recently, it feels like warm and like of the the time of the of fall and stuff like that. I I think that's special that like a, a listener can listen to that and maybe so get what the, you're saying is Christmas that it's a Halloween movie, movie right? Yeah, it's a it's fall Christmas movie, movie, right? It's definitely a Thank Halloween Thank you, Hyderberg. And uh, one last one, you might be surprised, is <laughs> in my top fight me. <laughs> actually in my top five, Phantom okay. Carriage. Great yes. conversation. Great conversation. That was an honorable mention for me. That was a movie I went in like, what is she making me watch? 1921, black and white, silent. Come on. Like, sometimes I'm just like, she's just trying to make me upset, right? She's probably music in here, too. Like, hey, John, there's a musical in there, too, somewhere. But you know what? Came out of that movie really enjoying it. And there was a lot to pick apart with that film. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you one that, that makes me I happy. really, really enjoyed her conversation was the menu. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was like, a good conversation. Doing the menu was, it, it, not only was it a fantastic movie, but it was just like, we had just this really good vibe going with that. It so. made me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always I also hungry. have some worst. I, that was going to be my next question. Okay. okay you guys oh, ready boy. to talk about our least favorite episodes? Sure. Okay. Hyderberg, go. And so like these episodes, they're not least favorite because I don't think they're good episodes or I didn't like the guests or whoever. Like it's just the movie sometimes that I had to watch. I just didn't enjoy. Uh-oh. Like, Uh-oh. John, you want to go first? Because I, I feel like no, I'm going to get, I I feel like I'm gonna get some shit here together already. because I'm kind of vibing what you're feeling right now. It's poultry guys. Ah, poultry guys. Yeah. It. I just didn't. I didn't enjoy that movie. Really, Do you have fun all. with that discussion though? With I, Stephen I, and Leo, I love the discussion. I think it's one of our best episodes. Stephen and Leo are awesome. They and they they have a they have a great way of doing their show and like we we vibe pretty well with them. And over time, the past couple episodes, we've gotten better and better. I feel like at vibing, and I just think. Um, like they pulled out a good conversation. The rest, like everything else that we started uh, analyzing, I thought was I. Didn't, it's not where I thought the conversation was really going to go, to be honest. Like when we started reviewing it, and I was interested in all the. There's some complex themes going on in that movie, even though it's ridiculous. And I'm just not a fan of everything in it. And so I get it. Resonate. Well, I think we had some important discussions about like how much do you condemn or forgive a movie for you know jokes and comments that may have been okay in a certain time period but yeah. don't age well like how do you look back at things, or things like that, that and like, evaluate them something offensive like what side of the line does it draw yeah. like exactly and so one person it's funny to in a group and the other person in the group thinks it's offensive so who you know whose opinion is more important we, nobody's really right it's yeah. like, and so yeah. i think those were important i think those are important conversations for anybody to have who wants to talk about movies well yeah. i think lloyd kaufman has always had this kind of like like Let's push it in your face. I mean, like any movie that he's produced or written or whatever or directed, um, this to me was just a big money grab is what it was. I mean, 
I'm not going to spend a lot of money, but I really make a lot of money. I do remember that John got very personal on that uh, episode, if I remember quite. uh, I did. Yeah, it was funny. I don't remember what you're referring to. So anyways, uh, I'm going to say my worst was allegory. (laughs) Even though we had Anya on. I'm yeah. glad you picked that because that's your pick. That's a great episode. And they're all like that's it, a it was a great episode. episode. Don't get me wrong. It's just like the movie sucked. Yeah, it did. But it still created a good conversation nonetheless, right? It did. It, did. it was a great guest. Yeah. Some of my least favorite episodes were all the ones that I was not able to be on because one of those is mine. Thick. Yeah. American so, Mary is one of my least favorite episodes because I wish you were there for that conversation. So because of either myself being ill or my kids being ill, I missed four episodes that I really wanted to be on this year. Um, Suspiria 2018. I'm so upset that I missed that because I wanted to talk about that movie so bad. So I missed Suspiria 2018. I missed The Lodge. I missed Krampus. And I missed American Mary, which I also really wanted to talk about. So I... I those are some of my least favorite favorite episodes because I'm upset that I didn't get to be on them. <laughs> they were still great with the with the wonderful guests that we had. Oh, on. they were. Yeah. Turned out to be great episodes. Anna Presley just, came in, helped us out with Krampus. Some fantastic guests. Yeah, um, Nicole on for America. God bless Mary. Them. Yeah, but the, I really I, wanted you on for America. Mary. I just knew that yeah. you loved that movie, and I I wanted to, what I really wanted to hear was I just wanted to hear you and Nicole fucking just <laughs> talk about how much you love this film. Nicole and I. I feel like so much of the time we are on the same page and like mm-hmm. coming from very similar perspectives. Maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but you're a both lot big readers. You're both King fans, so I feel like there's some of your tastes are aligned. Definitely, I think so. I think we do have a lot of the similar tastes. I feel like what would make me so happy in life is if Nicole lived in my town and we could mm-hmm. like be besties and hang out all Start of the a time. Coven. I yes, yes, our life Whoa. would just, our life would be like the opening credit sequence to American Horror Story season three. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, so the, yeah. Um, and then if I could just mention three other episodes that were not my favorites, I'm going to say Smile, The Void, and, the Void. and Evil Dead Rise. And the reason I'm going to say those is because I just... You don't like fun. We get it. <laughs> I did not hate <laughs> any of those movies. If you recall, I'm pretty sure all three of yeah. those movies were on, ended up on the positive side. Score yeah, they did. Or at least sixes, I think. They just those those three movies did not stand out to me enough. Like I just didn't feel like I had that much to say about them. I kind of was. It like, sounds like they were letdowns in a sense. Like you kind yes. of thought like you were going to think more highly of them, and then when you saw them, you were a little like, eh. and then you yeah. can't. I, I get that too because you get in a rut where like you just don't like the movie, and it so it makes it hard to talk about it sometimes. Well, I just it's not even that I didn't like it because again they all ended up at least a little bit positive, yeah, but I just didn't feel very strongly one way or the other. My favorite movies to talk about are ones that I really love or really hate or just can't um, or, understand. Like, yeah, but <laughs> like weird shit. Yeah, but like th- those three movies were just blah for me, yeah. and so I just I kind of just sat back a lot of the time. Not, I mean, you know, I expressed my opinions, but those I just kind of you did. You kind of like, took eh. a backseat. I don't feel super invested. In I enjoy. I really enjoyed our uh, Void episode, though. We had Amy on, and I th- I loved being with just you guys, the two girls. And yeah, that was. We fun. had some fun. There's a fu- a couple of funny comedic moments in there too. So yeah. we did a little improv reenact yeah. of yes. what the uh, the bag heads look like. <laughs> <in there. laughs> That's true. Know. But yeah, it's just movies that I didn't feel super like invested in or like felt like passionate about talking about. So I hate can it. I give an honorable mention? Uh, yes. the movie Master. 
Jacqueline, I think you picked that. That was my pick. That movie to me, just like like it, it, it was a hard watch, but it was like I don't know. I still think about that movie. It's it's not forgettable to me. I I put it on honorable mentions for me. For although like, smiles on honorable mentions and sorry for like fa- honorable mention for like favorites. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. That for me, that was one of my biggest letdowns this year. I wanted to what, like master. It. Master, yeah, yeah. could have been a lot mm-hmm. better. I think I felt like well, it could have been, but I mean, like to me, I, I I think it drove home the point that it was trying to make. You know, maybe a little too of, much it, into your face, but it yeah. was. It, it was there really are peaks good. of that film. I feel like where it hits its stride of what I want it to be as a film, but it never mm-hmm. stays at that level. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that was like a bummer. All right, you guys ready for my next question? Yes. Yeah. My next question is. How do you think that we have grown and improved as a podcast in the past year? That's a thinker right there. Wow. Um, I'm going to initially say our friendship. I, mm-hmm. I, I think our chemistry, our friendship has just grown. Absolutely. I think in our episodes, I mean, we just, we love each other. We sometimes don't agree on things, but it's just, we're a family. Yeah. Not just yeah. friends. I mean, like we said at the beginning is we could text, call, whatever, each other and make sure everybody's doing okay so yeah I just think don't just, text in the group text before 9 a.m because john will get upset john's on the west yeah, coast so don't text that, i know i'm just that'll be six o'clock in the morning i know i always turn my phone on do not disturb that's why it doesn't bother me because i get robbed from circle of jerks he texts me at like 1 a.m and i'm like thank god i have my phone on do not disturb because i would bring your neck out yeah i agree with you and i think that you know I'm grateful for the strengthening of our friendship, but I also think it comes across on the show because, you know, we develop more in-jokes and we understand each other more. We can, like, predict what the other is going to say. And I just think it kind of gives it a better interplay on the show. Sure. So I definitely think that that has only gotten stronger in the past year. So, I John, you said chemistry before. I think that's one of the key things that I, we've strengthened and grown. Um, yeah. It's grown that we already had it when we first sat down to do more to right but mm-hmm. we've learned to and we've learned to play off of each other like you said Jacqueline like the show the dynamic of the show is just our formula has gotten you know like we we know where where to hit it you know and, and hit our marks for the most part and like mm-hmm. I do get compliments on like you guys have a really clean show I'm like we kind of just wing it but <laughs> stick to, at least Jacqueline keeps us on script you know what I mean and we Sometimes, our, sometimes yeah, I lose most, control of you boys. Yeah, but those are some of the best episodes. <laughs> yeah, but true. I think our strength's grown there, just professionally. Like I've learned to, yeah. you know, like not interrupt as much. That's one thing I had to like really focus on, and I'm still working on it. Um, I get excited, and I just want to talk sometimes. Or we I, all do, but we all I, do. I, that. I see a moment to tell a joke, and I'm trying to slip it in there. And I don't mean to derail somebody. I just want to just you know get a little zinger in there. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I think we've grown just like our show and our like our strength the way we play into them and our segments have gotten stronger and our timing and our pacing. Also, I think our networking has gotten better. Uh, we've done a lot of ex- like new guests this year um, that have spawned some, some of our greatest episodes ever, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, we've done some collaborations uh, this, this year with the cornucopia uh, collaboration and um, what, I'm probably missing some other things, but uh, our theme months and, you know, all our guest spots, uh, new guests like Amy and Circle of Jerks and mm-hmm. Caitlin, um, James, I just, yeah. James, yeah, James is fucking great. Um, and Tyler, just everybody that's new that's come on and everybody that supported us. Still, I think I don't know. We've just learned to, um, I don't know, be, be gracious about it, but also like I feel like we've just grown as far as just 
we're like we're, we're we know we have a podcast now and we're trying to grow it and we're more serious about it we try to make more time for it when we can but it's tough but like i think um i don't know overall i think just we've grown as friends obviously like you've already pointed that out but um yeah and we have more listeners now too so we've grown in listenership and worldwide we're getting out there i'm so grateful for that that is just incredible to me it's incredible to me that anybody listens to us except for ourselves like that is just astonishing to me (laughs) and and the certain people that we know in our community that like feel almost like hey i listened to your new episode hey thanks you know what i mean like do you really need you don't have to listen if you don't want to but i appreciate it so um you know it's like it's like oh my aunt listened to the show it's like well it's nice to get new fans that we don't know yeah they're in locations where we're like blown away by like oh my god like someone listens to us in japan like that's crazy yeah yeah i agree all right you guys ready for my next question yes uh all right so my next question is i can't read my handwriting oh my next question is what are you shocked that we have not covered yet either a specific movie or a subgenre i have a subgenre okay a lot of asian horror we haven't done a lot of uh, some of the, the the foreign films that are really good in Asia. Um, oh, there's so many from throughout mm-hmm. the years. There's so many to pick through. And uh, we've actually been asked about that on one of our emails, too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's something we need to schedule into our because there's so many good movies to talk about. Yes. Um, you know, and that's I definitely, I think, a gap in the stuff we've covered that and some more of the classics I want to get in there. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, it's funny. I My answer is kind of along the same lines, Heidelberg. I am absolutely shocked that we haven't done any Italian horror. We that haven't done too. any yeah, Argento, to cover, Fulci, yeah. Bava. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> In two oh, years, awesome. we haven't done any? There's that's so many crazy. interesting... I've learned to love the Italian films, even though they're so weird. But there's something about them, their weirdness, or like, they make you feel a way. You're just they like, do. What, what am I watching? <laughs> like, I love... Deep, I like Deep Red. Like, I would love to talk about Deep Red. Yeah, we need to pick some of that yeah. as well. Yeah. Maybe we Sean, can do like I... a Jalo month. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would yeah, be awesome. Uh, I, I'm kind of with Hyderberg. I think we need to do more uh, like K horror, J horror. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah. We I mean, need to branch a, out there's more. A lot out there. Uh, just for example, Train to Busan. Like to me yeah. is is a brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. A um, even though it's a, uh, yeah, I just I I think yeah we got to do more foreign films. I think. Yeah, um, I try to bring Universal. that in from time to time, but we could definitely do a lot more with that. Yeah, we, we have done some, that's for sure. Though yeah. there's like huge um, subgenres that we haven't even touched yet. So, but that's right. good in a way because it means like you know we've got our work cut out for us. Like we're never going to run out of stuff to pick. <laughs> there are true. whole worlds that are still, uh, you know, there's Tubi for Christ's sake. There's Tubi. Yes, there's you can just plumb the depths of Tubi on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, I I think yeah, I think uh, if we start going to the classics, I mean, as far as Universal horror movies, yes. that would be awesome because yes. I'm not a big fan of those, but it would be awesome to revisit them. That and some Hitchcock, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel like I feel like my kind of brand on the show is like the one who mm-hmm. tends to pick the foreign films or the older films. Like if it's old or it's foreign, it's probably my pick. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I picked. I picked wreck. That's true. You did. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, we I we need to get on some of those things. But you know, yeah, we, we need have, to we got time. find we some got more time. balance. We can do that. I, I am glad that you brought those those uh, Cop and Joe films to us because those are oh, absolutely I mean, they were just like so much fun to talk about. Even yeah. though they weren't the best, but they were still a lot of fun to watch. And, and he's talk just about. an interesting cat. He's an yeah. interesting fucking it's like a character. cool thing to know about, right? Oh, yeah. absolutely. 
Um, so I'll, we'll do the third one next year, I think. Yeah, we should. Yeah. How about, how about extreme movies? Like, like I'm talking like, like uh, not just torture porn, but like movies that, that are considered good, but just really hardcore. I, I mean, well, like Martyrs, right? Huh? We did like martyrs. martyrs. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, something like that. I mean, not just the not the subgenre of French, French extremity or or extreme whatever it was. But I think covering I mean, inside would be good. Uh, maybe next year on Mother's Day. I was just gonna say that. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> or we could do it for Christmas. I, I love it, Jacqueline. Yeah, it works both times. It's so versatile. <laughs> um, it's on shutter now too by the way it is there's a lot of french stuff on oh there. we gotta get um <laughs> you know oh, oh, oh. No, i'm just kidding Pepe Le Pew. oh my god he's canceled you can't don't bring him up no oh is he canceled i don't yeah he's so. canceled oh well he is kind of rapey he's mr grab hands yeah he's inappropriate That's true. That's don't true. let the women tell you no kids you know just keep at it <laughs> yeah. eventually it just means it. she likes you <laughs> yeah you're just playing hard to get you know what i'm saying oh god all right well are you guys ready for game time yes it's game time put some what, what do you call the stuff that you put on your face and for a football game black, uh, eye black yeah yeah it's yeah. like a put your eye black on the sun out of your eyes yeah well that's what they say i find that Oh, I don't even think I envisioned. Didn't we? Uh, uh, oh, did we envision the future of the show? Uh, did I? Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that one. Yeah, my bad. Yes, final question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Push pause on the games. Um, how do you guys envision the future of the show? Um, so I would like to just keep branching out, like organically, the way we are. I I feel like we've met a lot of cool people throughout the way of just networking through, you know stuff like Instagram. Um, that's how we met a lot of, of our friends. And I think that works really well. Uh, but I would like to maybe come up with some merch. I would definitely like to get some merch made. I think that would be great. There's people that would be interested in I'm interested in it. Me too. I, I want to cut above. I want a towel to dry yes. off after I take a shower. And yes. That says cut above on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that and I think if we could monetize in some way or put out extra content if we could find the time to do extra content and not even do a patreon necessarily but just maybe some extra stuff side stuff i have a couple ideas actually of things that we could cover maybe on the side that don't take a lot of time like a tv show or something um but yeah stuff like that i i feel like is what what i envision mm-hmm. our show doing in the in the future in the near future how about you i agree Jacqueline? i love those ideas yeah. uh i i agree with what Hydroberg said i also would like to somehow sometime down the line consider the possibility of like exploring how to get like actual creative people on the show like people involved like screenwriters or um you know people who are actually involved in like the filmmaking i'm not talking about like huge stars or whatever but you know some somebody who's worked on films that we would be talking about anyway like see how how we could get them on Mm -hmm. um yeah, you know, I'd love to do some interviews. There's been some discussion in the Slack among some of the other podcasters um, that like some of their episodes featuring actual interviews don't do as well in terms of downloads. Yeah, but I don't, I don't really care. Like, I just think that would be cool I mean, for I us and like cool. Yeah. It would make for really cool episodes. The cool episode yeah. is exposure. Um, yeah, you know that I think person so. will be happy that he's on a show too, or him or yeah. her, whoever. So, well, yeah, we're talking to you, Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Idris guest. Elba. Come on. Oh, oh my God. I just, I don't even know if I could handle that. Oh, look, um, she, oh my God, Jacqueline. That would be one episode she definitely doesn't miss, John. She, she may I, be I upset about those I other am. episodes. But... 
Yeah. I don't care which one of my kids is in the hospital. I'm coming. I got the long COVID, she's, but I'm she's coming. Her, she's got a nasal cannula in her nose. She's just <laughs> oh like, I'm gonna be, I just loved when you washed your face. I will put on makeup in my hospital bed and zoom and jump on the Zoom Get from me the in hospital. There. I will wake up from my coma. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'd like to have some interviews with some like, you know, actual people involved in the creative process with filmmaking. Um, I like want to Darcy to come on the show. Yeah. 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 We're I'd not fantasizing what we want to do in the future, not fantasize. I would like right. to. Like, what is the future Darcy for if not fantasizing? Review. I want to review um, uh, Prom Night 2 with Darcy. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Oh, you nailed it. The last thing I would say is I've been talking about this since we started and I've just never done it, but I would love for us to have, you know, kind of along the lines of what you're saying with bonus content, Hydroberg. If, you know, one of us wants to do a little mini episode on something that just we watched or like I, you like know, I do tend to, event. yeah, like I, I tend to read, you know, more horror literature. And um, if I finish a book and want to talk about it, just jump on for a quick 20 minute solo thing and put that out as a, you know, a bonus episode. Um, I think that would be rad. Or like, you know, if one of you guys is watching a TV show that maybe the others aren't watching or something you're like, I'll just finish this series. Let me just tell you about it real quick and just do a little mini um you know like straight chilling does and so yeah. i i would love to do that because you know we we copy we, and paste straight chilling i get it like totally i'm with it like you know <laughs> I, you know what i mean but I'm um kidding, guys but yeah like i for the past two years i wanted to do like little book talks and i just um i haven't had the time to read that i thought i would much yeah. less you know read a book and then jump on to review it so but i you know i want to but so without a schedule, like you could just make these little things and we'll throw them up when they're available. Yeah. Like, that's it. There's no deadline. Well, and I feel like that in the summertime, I, I will have more time than I have in the rest hey. of the year. So maybe maybe this is the summer to make it happen. But sure. that's that's something I envision. Well, you John? teased it now. So you put it out there. I'm gonna Now I got to hold myself gonna, accountable. I'm going to get a ton of emails next week that are like, where's Jacqueline's book review? I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, what about you? It's the same. I mean, guys, it, it, it's we can grow this as much as we want to, you know, a TV, a book review, merch, Video games, you know, yeah. speaking of books, I'm not I, and I'm not stealing this idea from anybody, but I think we need a cut above thongs, you know, I mean, that kind of sounds like you're stealing it from somebody. No, no, not at all. <laughs> because we started before them. I mean, we started uh, first. Mm, I don't know. That's tricky. I think I'll we did. you, he man. I'll get you next time. No, I was kidding. Um, oh yeah. yeah, we can no, create I, a song. I, seriously, I think it's just, I think it, it, if we can all do it, um, you know, you see a TV show, you you watch a movie that's not on the schedule, it's, mm -hmm. but you want to go on there and you're passionate about it. I think that's great. Just give more content to people that want to listen. You know, it, 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 I, Jacqueline, I love the idea of getting creators, mm -hmm. actors, actresses, producers, directors, whoever it is, you know, I mean, a perfect example was uh, we didn't all agree on the movie. Uh, I blame society, but I, I think that that director would have been a perfect guest that we could have had yeah. on. Yeah, um, I agree. Just, I feel like that was kind of an opportunity loss that we didn't have it together enough to be able to like, well, even but, even we even just, try to get something like that to happen, you know? Yeah. And we were just starting, though. I mean, I, but I think it's just that that you know, what we've developed here is that they have a platform to talk on that they're not going to get criticized on to where it's like, oh, your movie sucked. You know, even though that's what we do, we'll give them their fair shake. You know, talk to us about it. We'd, 
We're not going to have these stupid questions of, so how'd you come up with the idea of this? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, we just want to have a conversation about horror. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It's also literally, I get a bunch of screener emails from movie, uh, like upstart little movie companies or whatever all the time. Sure. They, they send us their screener, but we don't cover stuff like that really. So but they're horror films. They're like low budget. But I mean, even doing like mini reviews of those things would even be something that's cool. We're not. Yeah, we're not above anything. I mean, we love we're not above, but we're just not. That's our family. Our family is we love horror movies. We love horror content. And it's it's we're not above that. So, Jacqueline, you brought up like like getting the most downloads. Okay, well, we're not being monetized. That's just like not our priority, I think. Yeah, but I mean, we're not. But we do have the most downloads. <laughs> I mean, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll get kidding. there. But I mean, it's that's not what we're looking for. We're looking right. for content. We're looking for horror content. Yeah. That's what we're about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good answers, y'all. Said. Yeah. Huh? Thank you. It's a good yeah, question. Yeah. I didn't want to skip it. I yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I forgot. That I I kind of because I kind of jammed that one at the last minute and I didn't. Yeah, I was like, maybe she's gonna do it last. That's why I didn't. No, say I'm it. glad you said. I'm glad you said so because I did overlook it. And now right. games. Now games. All right, John. It's time yes. for games. Are you ready? Oh <laughs> John, is that your uh, game face? Give me your war face. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make ah. little columns for to keep track of points here. I have several games planned, and if any of these sound boring, you know, or if like oh, because you know, I we don't need this to be like a four hour episode. If any of these sound boring, you can just be like, let's skip it and move on. Okay. Okay. Well, are you gentlemen ready for the first game? I'm ready for the game. All right. The first game, and this is just whoever can give me correct answers first. So again, to to make it like not super chaotic, if you guys could say your name and let me call on you before you answer, because otherwise you're just going to be like shouting at the same time and and I won't know how to award points. So I need you to like ring in first and let me acknowledge you and then you can give me your answer or answers. You can give multiple answers at a time if you want. Okay. Okay. The first game, I want you to tell me what were John's three lowest rated films of the past year? So this is starting with episode 54, which was Tourist Trap, I believe. John, go. Allegoria. Correct. Um, rock and Roll Nightmare. Altergeist. False. Yes, you got two of the three. Okay. Okay. Hyderberg, do you have any guesses? Uh, John named... Allegoria. Yes, Definitely he already Poultry said Geist. Allegoria and Poultrygeist, which were correct. There's one more did, in his did bottom we cover... three. Thanks Killing 2 this year? No, we did not, right? No. Okay. Because then it would have been that one. No. Uh, damn, what, what else did it. we cover that was really low? Oh, uh, man. I'm trying to think real quick of like some of the things we co- we've covered. a lot of fucking movies, man. No, it's hard to think of them all. Okay, hey, bro. Uh, what did John hate the most? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Well, we I got two of the three. We did Texas Chainsaw last year. No, that was last spring. So I'm talking yeah, since, um, since Tourist Trap. Uh, yeah, it would be after so we did wreck i don't know john don't do you have another guess you can ring in again without being able to see my episode. i want to see it was sorority row maybe ah uh, no black christmas yes well black xmas oh, black xmas yes, yes. Xmas. Oh, okay you clued right. me in on sorority row another episode that's also honorable mention that's a great episode in my opinion yeah, yeah. it was fun that was i didn't good. love the movie but i loved the conversation all right you guys ready for part two yeah. yes what were hyderberg's bottom three movies in terms of his score this year oh wow don't forget to say your name first to ring in. But I'll give you a minute. To I think. can ring in even though I'm Hyderberg. Like first, you have. If you want to answer, you got to ring in. John. John. 
I'm also going to say Poltergeist, uh, Allegoria, and Terrifier 2. You are right for Allegoria and Poltergeist. I'm going to add those points. You are incorrect. Do you get points for not being, not getting all of them? What? I didn't yes, like take do. points away. No, no, I thought he had to get the entire question right. Oh, yeah. no, I'm giving individual okay. points per okay, movie. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, let me say something important as well. Hyderberg's third lowest rated that like the that spot is actually occupied by two films that tied. So there's actually four. Sorry. But only so, but I only rated one of them at that level. No, both of them got the third lowest score of the year. So your bottom three is really bottom four. Sorry. So we've already said allegory and poultry guys. So it's allegory or so, poultry guys and yep. There are two there's others two. that you rated extremely low. Oh, I, got, I think I got one. I'm trying to think of what we covered that I didn't like that much. Can I try to get another point? Yes. Yeah. Ring in if you House have a guess. of a Thousand Corpses. No, yep. that's not this year. Nope. I'm going to go, um, I guess I'll go with Rock and Roll Nightmare. Nope. No. Black Xmas. Yes, that's one of them. There's one more. This one was a little bit of a surprise to me. I'd forgotten that you rated it this low. I don't know, man. I'm drawing a blank. give up? Was yeah. it Midsummer? No. no we what? That's all last no. year. So. Don't be ridiculous. That, I, we all graded that very high. It was really high. All right. You guys give up? Yeah. yeah. Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, yes. I didn't like that film. I forgot. <laughs> <about that. laughs> so Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, and it's, me, it's me, Billy. I just want to say that I really love uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2. I think it's a rocking, <laughs> rockabilly good time. Um, yeah, so Hyderberg, you gave Poltergeist oh. a 1, you gave Allegoria a 1.5, and you gave Black Xmas and Slumber Party Massacre 2 a 3.5. And those were your lowest scores of the year. John, I forgot to tell you. So you gave Poltergeist a 0, shockingly. Yeah, first the and only, only zero. 0 of the whole show. You gave Allegoria a 2, and you gave Black Xmas a 2.5. Mm. All right. What was your lowest scores? Did you keep track of that? Well, hold on. So as of right now, John has four points. Heidelberg has two. Now, who can name my bottom three movies? Uh, and I actually, can. there's and actually Heidelberg. there's four. There are four. Yes, Heidelberg. Heidelberg. What? Pumpkinhead. No. What? Wow. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to bring up Allegoria. Yeah. Yes. You actually rated that a lot higher than the rest of us. Right. I did. Um, you actually enjoyed Poultry Guys. I'm going to say Sorority Row. Nope. Black Axeman. Yes. There are two more. Because my uh, just like you, Hydroberg, my my third lowest score is occupied by two films that I gave that that same score to. I want to say a recent one, but I don't think it's that because I think I feel like you rated that better. Can I guess? Yes. Yeah. Blood Rage. No. No, she liked Blood Rage. Uh I wanted to say the void. Nope. I feel like you rated that a little higher. Keep in mind my low scores, my lowest scores are significantly higher than yours. Scores. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think I was much more forgiving of a lot of things. Yeah, I'm, we may have disagreed about which films deserve the lowest scores, but in general, my lowest scores were were higher. And you got one. It looked like you want to pick something. I'll just, give you a hint. You know, I'll give stuck. you a hint. Both of my both of the remaining uh, movies got four point fives for me. So that was my third lowest score. It was a four point five. Black Xmas. I said that one. Already. I think you already said that. No. Yeah. Uh, Christy. No. Oh, Christy. Yeah. Christy. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Let me know when you give up. Terrifier 2. No, she loves that film. Don't be wrong. I want to say Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yes. Yeah, you rated which, that. Which, yeah. Is, which is weird because I, I love that well, episode yeah, you, I so I think much. you averaged it out again with that one where you did like how much enjoyment you got out of it because it's a yeah. dumb, fun film, I, but how much you have to criticize it for being a really low rent sort of like crappy. 
it's like not a good film but yeah my enjoyment of it brought it up but yeah so that so i feel bad because i i I actually enjoy that movie and i love the discussion but my my rating on it was one of my third lowest so you got that one hydroberg there's one more it's already been mentioned tonight oh master you got it john oh yeah that's right all right john's killing me john you're winning so currently i'm just going to add up points for all the games and have like one final winner yeah okay all right so as it sits right now John has six points. Hyderberg has four. Killing me. All right. Now, you guys want to talk about... Oh, I feel like it should be... I wanted to just share with you who picked each of those films. Mm. But, Was it you? Spoiler it alert. Most you. of them were me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John picked Allegoria, and mm. I picked all of the rest of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I picked Poultrygeist, Black Xmas, Master, and Rock and Roll Nightmare. So, so we're all, those were all me. Great films. All right. All of them. Now, what were John's top three highest rated movies of the year? Mm-hmm. Say your name first, so I know. Uh, John, yep. it's got to be, uh, oh, wait, um, Nightmare Before Christmas. No. The Menu, Hyderberg. No. Barbarian. No. Evil Dead Rise. No. Hyderberg. Smile. No. Uh, I'll give you a hint. There Black are three Swan. Pro- no, I'll give you a hint. They were all tens from you, John. All tens. Oh, shit. Um... Damn, the John just throws away tens like they're nothing. So I know. Yeah. No, he had he had exactly three tens. Everything else that you guys have already mentioned was below ten. Even if it was a nine point five, it didn't make the cut because he gave three. Get tens. out! Oh yes, Phantom Carriage. Yes, the menu. No. no, I said that already. There's one missing. You're gonna no. kick yourself. Nope. No, not no. You're gonna kick yourself when you hear it. Terrifier two. No. <laughs> no. Black Swan. No. No, I said it already. Damn it! Let me know when you give up. Oh, Sarah. No, that was below a 10. Yeah, that was below a 10. What else did you give a 10 to, man? You're going to kick yourself so hard. Poultry, guys. If you carry the one. Yeah. If you carry the one. All right, give up. (laughs) Uh, Halloween 3. No. No. You would definitely want to give that a... Fuck, man. I feel like it's right there. It's right there, (laughs) y'all. This is like such a no-brainer. John, what do you love? John, what do you love? (laughs) Like he's gonna blank. tell you. Is it nope? No. No. no it's no, not it's bad. Bad. All right. I guess we give, give up. I do. Misery. Oh, forgot about misery. Definitely. Yes. I think right. we all gave that a ten. Yeah, I think so too. We have one film that all of us gave a ten to, which has never happened until that one time. That might be the. I did not give that movie a ten. Okay, I thought you did. There's no movie that we've all given a ten to. All right, Hyderberg's top three rated movies. Go. No looking it up. Okay. Uh, uh, top three nope. rated. uh I'm gonna say it was nope. Get out. Nope. Hyderberg, Donnie Darko. No. What? No. John the menu. No. Uh, Hyderberg, Evil it Dead is? Rise. No. These were these also were all tens. John Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Hyderberg, Misery. Yes. John Midsummer. No. We didn't cover Midsummer this year, bro. Damn it, I just... Uh, yes, we did. Oh, but not before Tourist Trap. Not before Tourist Trap. No, it wasn't Get, get out. out. No, it was not Get Out. Oh. No, I didn't. John, I gave get, it out. get Out like a 9.5. Uh, Black Swan, Hyderberg. Yep, you got it. You got it. Damn it. Hyderberg got it. Bazinga. <laughs> All right. What were Jacqueline's top three rated movies of the year? Um, uh, Rosemary's Baby, Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, and Carrie. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> John, Misery. No. Uh, get out, Hyderberg. Yes, 
John, uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Uh, Hydroberg, Ho Sarah. No. One John, more. The Menu. No. Mm. These were all uh, 10s for me. Oh, 10. Mm-hmm. Hydroberg, no, you didn't give Black Swan a 10. You said it was Mm-mm. missing that one special thing. 10. What else did you give a 10 to? You know this. You're going to kick yourself, too. When I know. I'm going to kick myself. There's like a group of films that I gather on when I think of what we've covered. And then there's a group of them that just don't appear in my mind. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Phantom Those Carriage. are the ones I can't pull from. Nope, not Phantom Carriage. Uh, Phantom you definitely Carriage. know this about me. We have not mentioned it at all tonight so far. Really? It's it's one that's a little bit unique to me. Hmm. You guys want a hint? Yeah. John yes. was not present for this episode. Ah, uh-huh. The Ring. Yeah. Because you just don't care about the criticism. It doesn't that's bother. That's right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. All right. Very good. As yeah, but you if... had to give me like three clues to get that one. I don't feel that. Sorry. You guys are tied at nine oh! each right now. We got a Rob Zombie tie off. Zob Zombie. <laughs> oh, I still have more games. Don't worry. I got games for days. Oh, cool. All right. Let's see. What is my next one? This is fun, John. It is fun. Okay. All right. This is a game that we played last year that I mm-hmm. thought was really fun, and I wanted to repeat it. Guess the unit. Guess the, the I'm going to give you the unit of measurement and you guys are going to tell me which movie it was from. Yeah. Okay. I think doing it the other way around would be impossible. So I'm going to give you the unit of measurement and you guys tell me which movie it was from. Got it? Okay. Got it. Okay. Remember to say your name first before you call yeah. it out. Okay. All of these make me laugh. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them out with a, with a straight face. Okay. Number one, Harbinger Pigeons. <laughs> Hydroberg. Yes. Summer Party Massacre 2. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Number two. Now do you think me wicked? Hi, Ruberg. Yes. Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Number three. Diversity videos. Hi, Ruberg. Yes. Master. God damn it. You are killing it. Number you four. Tie. <laughs> yep. Number four. Pupsicles. Hi, Ruberg. Mm-hmm. The Lodge. Mm-hmm. That was mine. Number- that was my pick, so. <laughs> Number five. Mustache rides. Hydroberg. Mm-hmm. Halloween, season of the witch. Halloween yes. Day. Tom Atkins. Come on, that's yours, John. Yeah, but we had two Tom Atkins movies. We did. So it we could did. have been either one. What a year we've had that we were <laughs> able to review two, not one, but two Tom Atkins films. Amazing. Ten unit of measurement mustache rides. Yeah. Okay. Our yes. first cut above t-shirt needs to be a picture of Tom Atkins' face with what a year we've had underneath it. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. You guys ready for the next one? Number Pretty six. Reds. Number six. Slutes. I know what it is. I'm John. I was trying to give you a little bit of a time, but uh, Hyderberg. Yeah. It's the uh, Phantom Carriage. Yeah. Remember, John, the, the movie called The Soul Sluts at the end? <laughs> at the oh, end, it was just like, right. like thin, what? like over. And then we were like, but it's Swedish, so it must be and like slute. slute. <laughs> you were like, I think it's pronounced slut, possibly. And then I was like, I think it's slute. <laughs> Because it's Swedish. Like Ho right? Sarah. Number seven, Toy Mallets to the Head. John wasn't around for that one. He was not here for this one. Yeah, I feel like that Sorry, one. Sorry, John. I uh, have that I'm one. almost willing to throw that one to the side and give John the point for that one. What is okay. it? It's, it's the brood. Toy Mallets to the Head. It's the brood. Oh, yeah. the brood. Okay. okay. I'll just I'll, I'll just I'll omit that one. Sorry, I wasn't thinking. No, sorry. Number eight, Tarantula Tits. <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah. Allegoria. No. No. Oh, shit. I know what it is. What is it, Hyderberg? It's uh, Coffin Joe Electric 2. Yeah, Electric, electric 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Whoop-de-doo. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. Fuck. All right. Number nine. Pimped out tire irons. Hydroberg. Yeah. Sorority row. Got it. How do you remember all no, these? I'm... I did not remember any of these. I remember. No, like I, I, I don't either. I have an advantage. I just made the clip reel. Uh, oh. Like that's bullshit. Come on. Uh, He's on PEDs right now. I haven't, like, I listened to all the episodes in the last, like, three months. So, yeah. Like, I, that's I've, I've listened to, but I'm not, like, all right. That's yeah. fair. I did it for 10. work. I didn't do it so I could win this competition, John. <laughs> I'm not trying. Okay. I'm even giving you, like, a little moments to. Okay. Well, I just got one more, and I think John will get all this right. one. All right. Number 10. Mmm, that's a tasty burger. <laughs> I'm trying to blank. I don't know. Go ahead, Hydroberg. Hydroberg, it's from the menu. Yes. All right. As it stands right now, yeah, Hydroberg kind of dominated that one. John has nine points. Hydroberg has 18 points. Um, Enough questions for me to win? Yeah. Well, these are. this is just kind of, um, yeah. Okay. So the next okay. one, this, this is all information that has to do with our guest host. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. These are just kind of like individual questions. Okay. Who can come closest to the number of guest hosts, like guessing the number of guest hosts that we've had in the past year? Now this include like this includes teams. So like if you know, if we're talking about Steven and Leo, they count as one because they're from the same show. Got John. it? What was the question? You're you're each gonna make a guess. Okay. The question is, how many guest hosts have we had on the show this year? Not necessarily new, but just how many guests have we had on? And people from the same show count as one. Uh, John, 11. Okay, John says 11. Hyderberg, how many guests do you think we have had on this year? You're talking about new guests? Only? No, just all guests. Just guests, period. And people from the same show all count as one. Like Stephen and Leo count as one. I'm going with 13. 13. says 13. Hyderberg is closer. The answer is 17. I thought it was pretty high, actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're we're a, we're a, we're a friend of the guests podcast. Cut above. <laughs> yep. 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 You know, we need people to help us. You know, just get, you know, get the show out, help the yep. conversation along, bring a guest, do some of the heavy lifting. Yeah, make them do yeah, some of the work. Yeah, this is America. And I'm sure everybody knows the answer to this, but can you guess which guest we've had on the most frequently? John. It's John. Nicole. Of course. Yes. She's actually on right now. She's but <laughs> she's just been sitting there knitting this yeah. whole time, but she's really here. She's reading a book. Yeah, she's reading a book. Um the next highest number of appearances after Nicole was on five times this year. The next highest number of appearances by any team or individual guest was three. And there were four people or teams who appeared three times on our show. Bob can you guess here. those Hydrobert. four? Hydroberg? Bob. Bob. Straight chilling. From straight chilling? Yeah. Well, so I'm saying like teams so or individuals. No, Bob and Soju count as the same person because they're straight chilling. Like all straight chilling people oh, count okay. as one. So straight chilling then has been on three times at least. Yes, that is right. Um, Spoils of horror. And Amy Burke. Yeah, Amy Burke. Yeah, there's one other. There's one other. Mm-hmm. Uh, G-Baby. Yes. Yep. G-Baby, my man. The Frightener sucks. Eat it. <laughs> I love you, G-Baby. All right. Well, that's all I have for games, and I'm afraid Hydroberg is the definitive winner of that one. But, John, you played a good game. You still ended up with 10 points. I tried. <laughs> it's the <laughs> final count. No, I'm just kidding. But you're right. Hydroberg did have an unfair advantage because he did recently review like pretty much every episode for the clip reel and heard all of those units of measurements, so that really set him ahead. You know, PEDs are great. Good job, Hydroberg. Kudos. 
What? Wait, what? I don't know what that means. I didn't pick up the insult. So I oh, guess performance good. enhancing drugs. You, oh. Were, oh. you were listening to the episode. Sorry. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I totally wanted to win this game. On, uh... I know you did. He's been training. He's been training hard. Rich, I actually felt bad, like knowing all those things. I felt like I do. A, I know a lot of those ratings just from knowing them, though. Like, yeah, a lot of those ratings. Um, if that's one way we've grown too, is our I think our our units of measurement have gotten uh pretty interesting. And I and think they're always funny. There's a yeah. lot of good. They ones. are funny. Yeah, I love that oh, about our show. I love that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> well, so that's all I have for games. And now, gentlemen, if it's all right with you, I think it would be nice to read some emails that we've gotten from some friends and listeners. How do you feel about that? Absolutely. All right. We actually have two emails from a very good friend of ours, Matt. Um, one that we've been sitting on for a little while because we intended to kind of include it with this show. Um, Heidelberg, do you want to read those emails from Matt? Yeah, uh, yeah, we have an email from Matt. It's about an Evil Dead Rise sequel. Um, yeah. He wrote it in shortly after our episode went up, and I caught it after, but we haven't really had a good moment to uh, touch on it. Uh, hello, Cut Above crew. With Evil Dead Rise doing well in the box office, we are bound to get another sequel from the franchise in the future. And your episode got me thinking about what these sequels could do to feel uh, the same as the Evil Deads that have come before while also being different. The Necronomicon came into American cult pop culture from H.P. Lovecraft, first appearing in his works in 1924 in the short story The Hound. In Lovecraft's world, and I'm guessing to some extent also in the Evil Dead world, the Necronomicon was originally written in Arabic. So I would love for the next Evil Dead to take place outside of America. That's that is a really cool idea. I uh, love the that Middle idea. East. That would be very interesting. There's a really lot of cool. different things you can bring in culturally there. North Africa or like Eastern Europe all have a different appeal. How would deadites act in a desert environment or on a Mediterranean island or in a war zone? Love the Lovecraft connection and they could have like more fantastical design for like the deadites like adding tentacles um internal lighting i don't know what that means like the glow i guess yeah i guess a glow yeah (laughs) like there's an energy coming from them uh uh play up on the idea that everyone around the necronomicon slowly goes insane which i do like like if you're keeping the book on you just as transport like you're 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 protecting it like even just being around it's like the one ring you know i mean like where Mm -hmm. it speaks to you it tries to summon you and tries to make you open it like that's an interesting idea I, i i dig that um are there cults that actually want the Necronomicon unleashed on the world? That's another interesting idea. I think that's a you can go uh, places with that in the story. Uh, maybe it could be a prequel uh, that is a period piece. That's also pretty cool during war torn times like World War Two or World War One. I'd personally like to see Evil Dead movie take place in the snow. Um, and then cool. what are your guys thoughts on Evil Dead 2013 sequel? Uh, what would you like to see? Or more importantly, not see. So if we were going to, I guess, to get a sequel out of Evil Dead Rise, like, how would we envision the next sequel? I already said it in our episode. Yeah. I want to see, uh, like, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, um, Army of Darkness style. I want to see a mashup of all the three people that have had books recently in, in, the, can- in the canon. And I want to see them, like, have to go head to head with some kind of, you know, I don't know, maybe Evil Ash comes back or something, right? And he's yeah. not dead and he's super powerful now or something. That'd be cool. Know. That'd be cool. Yeah, I like that idea too. When you said that on the episode, Hydroberg, the like all three of them coming together. I've heard the different. Supposedly, that might actually be the next film. I I would definitely be down for that. Um, And Matt, I like all of your ideas too. Uh, In case everybody out there can't tell, Matt is a huge reader. So (laughs) yeah, he's 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 big into history too. Way smart, but yeah, he knows a lot about everything. In fact, on the book channel on the um, the Straight Chilling Slack. 
like every other day he's like i just finished my 23rd book of the year i just finished oh, my like 35th book of the year yeah he I'm bumped like, up his like book rating recently i think because of the oh activity in the slack and also like the librarian throwing down the gauntlet like yeah. in the straight chilling slack like she's like a super big reader mm-hmm so her numbers are very impressive. And I feel yeah. like Matt's one to uh, rise to a challenge. So he's like, he you know, definitely what? Is. some numbers hats off to him, though. Like he he spends a lot of his time reading and um, learning new things. And and you can tell in the way that he talks and in the ideas that he has. And he's very knowledgeable about a lot of stuff. So in, in case that wasn't abundantly clear from his email, but um yeah, so I yeah, I like all of those ideas about seeing it take place out of the United States, seeing how they would um how dead eyes would work in different climates and among different cultures i'd like to echo something i said during our evil dead rise episode which is i'd like to see it unleashed on like a large number of people at once because we talked about the location of the high-rise building it's like okay but they're still isolated like in a cabin so like if you're going to change the setting then change the setting like it makes the stakes different if you're in a high-rise like let me see what happens when this gets out among like you know, yeah. uh, 200 people or something. So yeah, I'd like to see a larger scale, I guess. John, what about I, you? Yeah, I, I disagree only because it's, it's, that's the charm of evil dead is that it is isolated. Um, for me, I'd like to see it on a Island, Hawaii, okay. you know, well, like a certain part of Hawaii, you know, it's just a certain group of people, you know, beating the shit out of each other. Cause like the thing about evil dead is it, it, it has what, a couple of through lines it's the book of the dead it's mm-hmm. uh deadites and it's mm-hmm. just a few people right and human and, suffering it's gotta be some suffering no exactly and yeah. and the thing is is that it's just a few people that are isolated to that which is which is what made evil dead rise uh the evil dead remake in 2013 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know the only one that really kind of went outside the box was uh the army of darkness so yeah I don't know. I like the idea of it being isolated. I'm ready. For, I'm, I, I think Matt has some great ideas. I think changing the location to like a foreign location, because this book is it's not sure. just going to be centralized around the United States, like Northern America. Like there's going to be books that show up over time in different areas of the world. I, and- I like that idea, too. But I mean, if you keep with the through line of it's just a few people, but different cultures is fantastic. I, but yeah, I mean, if you I was going to pick one. Different- people but smaller or you could ha- you could have like a, a big thing that happens um like a la army of darkness where like yeah there's like i don't know like the way did you guys watch uh ash first evil dead like the way that show ends yeah so it leaves it open and they you could work that into uh, a sequel with the other characters i i just kind of want to see a mashup of all three that that's my i think that's the number one idea that's what i want to say and the two women that are more like physical they can do a lot of the stunt work and their characters can kind of kind of carry Bruce along because he's an older yeah. gentleman. So like, you know what I mean? Like, and he could still be badass, but like they can, oh, be yeah. like the main badass. Yeah, yeah, they can do yeah. more of the like physical work, physical stuff. And then yeah. you could pull off an awesome movie with that. I would, I would be all for it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for that email, Matt, about Evil Dead specifically. But then also Hydroberg, I think Matt. Yes, has he has a hundred specifically 100 for episode. our celebration, right? Yeah, Matt. Matt's a big supporter of our show. Um, like he has my home address, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, that's not he something. He sent me a Mother's Day card. Did I tell you that? No. No. You don't, and you don't have to. Like, that's what's great about Matt. He sends us things mm-hmm. where I don't even know if I should tell anybody I got it from. I'm just like, 
this is just between me and Mac. I like that yeah. he emails me. It's personable. Like he created, he's crafted stuff for us. Like, yeah, he sent me he's the trash just... bag so I could do Terrifier too. Like, uh, without that bag, I don't know if I would have been able to cover that movie. I'll be honest. <laughs> My knees were wobbling until I put the trash bag on. No, but he sent me a Mother's Day card, and I was just like, "Who on earth is That's this amazing. thoughtful?" I was like, "Who is that thoughtful?" Right. Like, and I messaged him. I was like. How, who raised you like how did you become so thoughtful like that's just insane like there, there, I mean, there's a distinct possibility that he may or may not be coming on the show at some point in the near future too so mm, we'll see yeah. i've been working something out we'll see yeah we i like to dabble a little bit you know how i am get the yeah. good guests on yeah get a good melange of guests a melange if you will. Mm. Uh, so yeah matt wrote in for a hundredth episode um it's called the title of the email is a hundred cuts Hello, crew. I just wanted to write in and congr- congratulate you on your 100 episodes. What a milestone. All your hard work is really paying off, and the show just keeps getting better and better. So in appreciation, and because Hydroberg has serenaded me every week for almost two years now. I appreciate that. I never thought about it like that, but yes, I guess I have. Uh, I thought I would write a poem for you guys in celebration for your first 100. Nothing great, but hopefully fun. Enjoy, and congrats again. Bridge Troll Matt. Spoiler, it's great. It is great. And spoiler, I have not recited this. I have not practiced this at all. I'll be honest. I read it. It's amazing. Um, so I'm going to try and do it justice. I might stumble a little bit. Uh, Matt, forgive me. Okay. I've been drinking. I've been drinking, Matt. I think it's okay. I think he'll forgive you. Anyway. Okay. A hundred cuts. It's cold. Three horror hosts. Not trying to coast. Close friends with Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Not trying to boast. Rheumatic reach arounds are what I like the most. Earbuds in for weekly dose. Cereal with no milk sounds like a plan. As I write this poem, your number one fan. I migrate over from straight chillin' clan. Just to hear John scream, I'll get you, He-Man. <laughs> it could never be said a cut above is boring. Because it's better than doggy style on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Bob and Nicole's numbers keep warring. And I keep laughing out loud because of the spoiler warning. Be- before the spoiler warning. No violence to kids. That breaks the deal. Fox or Sucks presented with skill. And a rating system that has zero chill. Altogether a melange, if you will. Hmm. <laughs> you say Julia Roberts looks like a horse. <laughs> Poltergeist and brown notes, you show no remorse. Stating that's racist is our only recourse. My dear friends, please stay the course. A hundred slashes, you've passed the test. A hundred cuts, you're above the rest. A hundred stars, I must confess. I think you guys are truly the best. Oh man. oh, man. I'm sorry if I butchered your poem a little bit, but it's... Oh, I cannot man. believe that oh. Matt wrote that whole poem just for us. That was beautiful. I mean, <laughs> I'm there sorry. There are two things this week that people have sent us that I'm just blown away that my little reach-arounds like, are inspiring people to... Like, I'm promoting poetry, guys. Yes, I'm you're promoting poetry. literacy among the youth. Creative. That's amazing. That's I gotta say, this is like the most I've got emotional, like really choked up just listening to that stuff i mean it's making me laugh but it's making me cry because i it's do like, that, i don't know how much time that took him but that's very thoughtful and he's cued in on very like, good yeah like it was beautiful <laughs> of our show like he's a yeah. he's a an every week listener right and he's like yeah i mean he's been with us since the get-go yeah man. Like um and then i'm sorry but that was like a hydroberg level 
Oh, absolutely, oh, it was. I wish was... I, I should have practiced it a little bit more so I could have bombed like. Heidelberg, really... you're fired. We're bringing. Yeah, I'm fired. I'm sorry, Matt. I yeah. fucked up. Sorry, Actually, you're out of a job. You know what? Matt's gonna replace you. I saw. I saw that your poem was pretty slick, and I don't want to promote my competition. So fuck <laughs> you, Matt. You know what I mean? You read it bad on purpose. No, you didn't read it bad, Heidelberg. You did a great job. Yeah. Um, that was that was brilliant, Matt. And I just I don't even know what to say. I just you're so thoughtful and i am so appreciative that you're our friend and that you've been supporting us from the get-go matt everything uh, you do we love you man we appreciate you so much he's such a nice guy oh my yes. lord we have we have a lot of fans we have a couple very active ones that i just like it always just i don't know it just surprises me that people decide to take a little portion of their day message us about something you know like yeah. hey i really like that joke you guys made about werewolves or whatever like just Something stupid. And it's just like, I'm glad that like, there's a moment in their day where they're listening to us and like, we change their outlook on something. They made we made their day a little bit better by making them laugh or making them think about something or making them go later when they get home and watch a movie that they're not, they were on the fence about. But you know what, because the cut above said they enjoyed it, or there was a good conversation. You know, we're we're broadening horizons. And I well, I mean, those are those are what my favorite podcasts do for me. Yeah. So if honestly if anybody listens to us and enjoys our show if even one person like gets a laugh or like their day is you know they cheer up because they listen to us like that's that's it i'm done like yeah that's all that's all my job (laughs) yeah um yeah what a great email thank you matt that's that was just so astounding um john i think you've got an email from our good buddy another hard with us friend and fan 2 p.m todd yeah, yeah. Wishing us a happy one hundred. Uh, yes, Todd says, "What up, ACA crew? Two p.m. Todd coming at you, larger than life, worth the hype." <laughs> a huge congrats on episode number one hundred. The journey has been amazing, and I've watched, listened, and felt part of your cast since episode one. That's he really awesome. has. He absolutely has. I can't yeah. even believe it. Uh, during the first 15 minutes of episode 97, you were talking with Shaggy Black and Jose, shout out to the Cinema Villains podcast, thank you guys, uh, about doing a podcast, uh, making friends and having passion for what you do. It hit right what makes you, your cast so awesome. Uh, it always feels like best friends sitting around and talking about the movies we all know and love. Uh the dynamic of you three is a perfect balance between views and opinions. You all complement each other, and I truly feel uh, is a special thing. I can't wait for the next 100 episodes and look forward uh, to being right by your side. Sorry, my cursor was in the way. By your side all the way. My question for you during this landmark episode, if you could have a special actor slash actress guest on your show to di- discuss any movie, who would it be and what movie would you cover? Thank you for all you do. Thanks for being who you are and keep it creepy, Todd. Aww. Thank you, Todd. Todd. That was sweet. Thank and you, I Todd. agree with what Todd said about, um, you know, calling back what we were talking about with Shaggy and Jose from Cinema Villains about how it's it's like friends sitting around chatting and shaggy had said something during that episode that like when they do their show they think of they co- they go into it with the mindset that like you don't know what anybody's going through like somebody might be having a hard day and yeah. or somebody might be going through something really rough in their lives and the one thing that kind of like cheers them up a little is to turn on their favorite podcast while they're driving to work or whatever and um 
And that really hit home for me. And so, and again, that's what my favorite podcasts are to me. Um, and I think, you know, like I said before, we've all gone through that with the pandemic and, you know, multiple years that, you know, life was really different. And I think a lot of us turned to podcasts, you know, more than more than before during that time. So same same thing as before. Like if we can cheer somebody up or put a smile on somebody's face even once, then like that's that's all that we've done our job. So, yeah, you you, you are Todd. all our friends, uh, especially Todd, um, yeah, Matt, we, just everybody. What you guys don't know about Todd is that me and Todd we speak through uh, Facebook yeah. Messenger a lot. Yeah. I don't know if he talks to you guys as well, but I talk to Todd a lot, um, and he he will listen to one of our episodes, and he leaves to he leaves for me what are these like? I wish I could just put them all on this show right now. They're like these little post reviews of our show, but he. <laughs> He does them as if he's part of the show. And he's like, this is 2 p.m. Todd with a cut above behind the scenes. And then he talks about our episode and what he enjoyed about it and like the things that made him laugh. And like, he's so encouraging. Why the fuck have you never shared this with us before? (laughs) Because they're hard to to share those messages. Like I would have to like audio. Just a screenshot. No, just. Oh, it's it's audio. I could do a memo. I could share them with you. Yeah, they're audio. But um, it was like he typed it out. No, no, I can, I can totally send them to you because I do want to share. Been two them. years, like, I had no idea. They're uplifting. I said so they're funny as fuck. Like we'll do an episode, and then he'll do like a after episode of it where he's That's like, amazing. and then I'll leave a message <laughs> back sometimes. I love that. You know, and I'll be like, this is Hydraberg on the street uh, on a cut above, mm-hmm. and I'll be like acting <laughs> like like we have another show going on outside the show. It's <laughs> yeah. just me and Todd bullshitting with each other. But that's hilarious. I wish yeah, I had known. I I can't believe I didn't know about this. I'm a little hurt. Uh, he's just yeah. always asking about us, how we're doing, how the show's going. He's always just he's telling a kind me what he liked about one. the show. And mm-hmm. I've even asked him things where I'm like, just be honest with me. Like, what are these negative aspects of the show and stuff like that? Because like, I'm like, you listen and you're like rooted in. And he's like, I don't know, man. I just tell you what I feel like. I'll tell you right up if it's not um, hitting. And he's like, everything you guys do is just he likes, you know, what we put out. Yeah. I respect his support. Like, he's very supportive. I yeah, he's a kind-hearted soul. Um, I really, really like him. Um, he's also a Floridian. I have not met him in person. He lives no, a little bit far away from me, but he is a. Floridian. He's also a Regal like Pass me. holder, just like me. Oh, we talk about that a lot. You guys are in the in the club. He goes to see a lot of movies. He sees yeah. more, man. man. And also, he like me is a Rob Zombie defender. Apologist, so yeah. Yeah. He, not a po- we have yeah. no need to apologize for anything. No, he's an apologist defender. for Rob Zombie. Uh, but uh, I know I like that Rob I Zombie's music. I know that I always have an ally in 2 p.m. Todd. I like his eye for a scene. I think he shoots a well-crafted scene. I just don't think he should be writing. Just don't write it. Okay, yeah. we don't need to rehash all. <laughs> Wait, we'll rehash but it in let's like answer the question. Yeah, so if we could have question. one actor, actress on the I have, show I have and talk about what a specific movie, what would it be? Jacqueline. I want Kurt. Oh. No, he, he, uh, Hydraberg raised his hand first. So. No, it's all fine. right, go ahead. I want Hydraberg. Kurt Russell and I want to cover the thing. And I want Kurt Russell on for that. And I want to look at his flowing hair while he tells me how cool it was to be McCready. He has a big hair. He does. Yeah. He does, actually. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Jacqueline. <laughs> um, I, I actually I didn't prepare for this question. So off the top of my head, I'm gonna say Daniel Kaluuya and talk about get out. Because I I just am so blown away by his acting performances that I've seen. So yeah, I'd wanna or maybe I mean, no. he's been in two we covered two movies. No. With him I this know. Year. I know, but like to hear him talk about. So I, I don't know. I would, I would pick Daniel Kaluuya and talk about either. We could talk about out no, no. Come on, we got to talk about both. We got him. Yeah. Just while well, he's there, yeah. might as well talk we'll about both, right? Hey, okay, Daniel. I cheated. I got a twofer. John, yeah. what about you? I support it. 
um, Daniel Harris, and we'll talk about the oh. entire franchise of Halloween. That's that's a, that's a twelve fur, right, or thirteen fur? She's a dirty girl. <laughs> it, it, I've listened to her podcast. Oh, yeah. dude, she she's her naughty. and a uh, scout Taylor Compton. Yeah, I dig yeah. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like I I dig when women are just like free and like just letting it riff. I love that kind of stuff. Talking However, like she was in kind of the what do they call it the the kind of the break off Cult of, of the thorn. Of, Cult of thorn. She was in four and five. She's been very yeah, active. but they and, didn't bring that up Rob until Zombies like five, right? Yeah, she was in four and five, and she was in right. Rob but Zombies like one number two. four, she was the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Or was she a niece? Right. I thought she was a I niece. I don't remember, man. I don't those films aren't that. Yeah, cool. it's been a while. I she was a no, sister, I Daniel Harris just talk sister. about the entire Halloween yeah. franchise. I'm sure she so. could tell us. So Daniel, yeah. give us a ring. Plus, she was in the Rob Zombie movie. So yes. there you go. Well, yeah, that makes her a winner right there. And she was also on Roseanne. Was she? Was she? Yeah, really? she was the na- the slutty bad girl neighbor Molly. Oh, nice. Who, That's such a Darlene's, good show. She was Darlene's uh friend, and they went to this concert, and Molly was like hanging out with these guys and was going to get in their van and go with them. She was supposed to get in the van. And it just happened to be the band from um, not talk rock and roll, rock and roll nightmare. It was Thor and his imaginary band. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you 2 PM Todd for that wonderful email. Yes. Thank you. We, we love and appreciate you. Uh, next up, we got an email from a listener that we don't know personally actually. Um, This is a listener named Jimmy Ma, and he wrote us an incredible email, which I'm going to read to you now. Dear A Cut Above Horror Review, first things first, congratulations on reaching 100 episodes for the podcast. I believe I may be the only one or one of a handful of listeners from Taiwan, a tiny island across the Pacific Ocean. I first discovered your podcast after watching Hereditary. Sadly, I don't have any friends or family who are as enthusiastic about horror as I am, so I tend to search for a good review podcast to hear and share the same feelings after watching a horror film. Your review of Hereditary is the best one I have found among a bunch of horror review podcasts. Oh, thanks. That's crazy. That's, I know. Because that's, a, that's, a, that's like a, a big movie to tackle the vibe among the three of you is incredibly warm and dynamic i particularly love the different segments in each episode the chat at the beginning where each of you shares a slice of life always fascinates me and keeps me informed about what's happening in the usa especially the halloween horror nights at universal studios that jacqueline shared in an episode john's sharing of horror community news is intriguing and makes me envious that such a huge horror community exists over there hydroberg's reach around is definitely what makes your podcast unique but i must admit i didn't quite understand it at first. English is not my first language. However, after a couple of episodes, I found it to be very fun and beautiful. Jacqueline's trivia at the end is always interesting and informative, and I always look forward to those moments during the ending. It took me half a year to finally listen to all of the episodes, and it helped me through dull times when working and commuting. What I love the most is that I can feel the true friendship when you guys are discussing the films, even when there's intense disagreement. That's what makes your podcast special. The last few episodes when John was suddenly absent made me, to be honest, quite worried. It was a relief when he came back, and I was really moved when you guys showed your support for him in episode 95. It nearly brought me to tears during my commute on the MRT. It's moments like these that make me really love your work. I hope I can continue to hear your horror film reviews always. I will end this with a couple of questions. Number one, will you have Patreon or merchandise in the future? I can see your podcast rising big in the future, and I would be glad to have a t-shirt or something to wear and show people a cut above. Number two, will there be an episode in the future where all three of you can record face-to-face? I know you all live in different states, but it would be interesting to see an episode where all three of you record together in person. And number three, will you review some Asian horror films besides the famous J-horror, such as Ringu, Juan, and K-horror, like Train to Busan? 
we Taiwanese <laughs> produced some nice horror films in 2022, Incantation, The Sadness, and I hope you can review them in future episodes. I've seen both of those films. Yep. I really love your content and wish you good luck from across the Pacific. Congratulations again on the 100th episode. It's an incredible milestone. I've listened to a lot of podcasts and most of them just quit after a few months. Keep up the good work. P.S. Sorry for the grammar and spelling errors. Um, There were none. I have also learned a lot of English. This is better English than um, most Americans. I have also learned a lot of English from your conversations. Thanks again. I hope from not from me, bro. I don't need... (laughs) I don't want to be responsible for you being in Taiwan talking like Jimmy a- Ma is across the Pacific in, in Taiwan going, hey, hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm from New York. I'm, tra- I'm from Taiwan. Yeah, Taiwan. <laughs> Sounds it's like, like Long you know. Island. You know what I mean? Uh, thanks again. Guys, Sincerely, I, I can't answer Jimmy this, Ma. Jimmy. I love you, man. Um, Dude, this isn't that emails- the most incredible email? I So this email rocked me the other day. I messaged you guys. Like, I know. Hey, Get on this email because this email. I read it and like, like it just really hit me. So I've never been moved more from doing the show as I was when I read this email for the first time. I think I was the first one to find it when it posted. You were. And I read it. Holy shit. Like not only I could tell that this guy is a deep dive, like diehard fan of ours. Right. He's listened Mm -hmm. to our entire episode. He's met. He's mentioned some of our like, you know, quirks and stuff that we work into the show and just. The fact that we like impacted his life to that point, like we made things better and he's all the way on the other side of this, this globe that we're on. It's just amazing to me to think that like, it doesn't matter that we're Americans and he's from Taiwan, like that. None of that matters. Right. He just gravitates to our conversation, our friendship and the things we touch on. And I, and I love that he found us the way I found straight chilling, the way you found yeah. straight chilling. Yeah. Just kind of because we don't have people to talk randomly. about with some of these films. So, you know what we do? We go to podcasts, to hear a conversation and we kind of implant ourselves in that conversation. And one of the people most times in a podcast might have the same view as you. And you're like, okay, he got the point across that I've been making or thinking about with this film. And I haven't had a mm-hmm. ch- chance to speak to anybody, you know, in, in real life about it. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that he was able to find our episode through hereditary, which I think is one of our, one of our best episodes, honestly. So I'm happy with that. That was the episode, but there's I'm so shocked that he was, I'm shocked that he was so complimentary of our coverage of that movie because to me There's that movie so is so films. complex to tackle. And I was yeah. I was nervous to tackle it actually. I was like, it I almost sounds to me like he justice. listened to several other episodes of other podcasts that covered that same episode and still gravitated towards us to start deep diving into our back catalog. Like yeah. I'm just blown away. Uh, I'm humbled by that email, man. Like, yeah, your email is honestly sorry. like if I had to rate emails, like it's it's up there, bro. Like you're number one. Uh, I believe it's uh, Chin Ming, Chin Ming, and it's um, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Ma yeah. is like the title on the uh, Jimmy Ma. Yeah, yeah. that was Sorry that was a very you. that was a very moving email, Jimmy. Thank you so so much for writing in and sharing all of that with us. It's like again, I just like can't believe that anybody thinks us. <laughs> like, I think it's crazy it's, to think about this guy humbling. on like the bus to work and like the fact yeah. that like maybe queuing us on on a Wednesday morning or something like that, like just gets this guy through the day, like. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And that's what podcasts do for me. They get me through the day. And that he cared enough to be concerned when John was like mysteriously missing for a few episodes and we yeah. weren't really saying much about it because yeah. we didn't want to air his, you know, laundry for him. Um, but like, but then to well, be Jimmy, like, I love you. like, he cares I, about us. You know, he Jimmy, cares about you. I, I love you uh, for thinking about me. And um, yeah, it was rough, but um, it was, um, 
I just love the fact that you listen. Uh, thank you for sending that in. And uh, you mean the world to us. doesn't matter if you're across the pond, whatever you call it. Um, uh, we love you for that. And uh, we're going to, we're going to continue this because people like you like to listen and you care. And it's um, thank you. That's all. Definitely. It, just, it goes to show you that, you know, sometimes people who are not in the horror community or who are not fans sometimes kind of talk about us, you know, people who are fans as if we're like fringy or weird or there's something wrong with us or we must be psycho or whatever. Like there are, I don't know, any number of negative things, but you know what? It's okay to be weird. I want you to be weird and I want you a part of this community, but they never get uh, a glimpse at what the, like the communities like in real life, like these moments that we're having right now, like people are writing into us from across the world Yeah, because they enjoy the same genre of films that we're covering and they just want to hear somebody discuss them. Because we're weird. In my and experience, we love that. yeah, yeah. In be my weird. experience, be horror different. fans, horror fans are some of the most like welcoming and caring people there are. I mean, are there exceptions? Sure, like yeah, you know, every every barrel has a bad apple. But, um, but I would argue that like horror fans are some of the most like loyal and caring and kind-hearted people there are. And I don't know who said it. I feel like maybe it was Nicole on some episode a long time ago. But somebody on this show once said that like. Horror fans know what it's like to feel like an outsider. And yeah. so when horror fans all get together, everybody treats everybody like a friend because we nobody wants to make somebody else feel left yeah, outside out. the group. Like, yeah. Once you once yeah. you find your your group of people like we band together. And that's like, again, it's this this whole thing. It just turns into so much more than just a podcast. And that's so touching. And so, oh. Jimmy, I'm I'm proud that you're a listener of our show. And we love you. Man. We, we love and care about you, too. We do. Yeah. All right. And that's the thing about us too. I mean, we we disagree not a lot, but we disagree about movies. But we don't we don't sit there and go like, "Ooh, you're wrong for thinking." It's not that personal. Way. Yeah, it's not personal. We love no, each other no matter what. Not, oh yeah. No, I mean, Pumpkinhead totally looks like a pumpkin. Like, obviously. <laughs> damn it. Not, and Poltergeist was the I best movie ever made. Absolutely. I love chickens bursting out of titties. It's a fun movie. Anyway, maybe we should answer Jimmy's question. Yeah, we questions. should answer his question. So the first question was, will you have a Patreon or merchandise in the future? I yes. I, I think we'd all love for that to happen. I'm, I'm looking into uh, possibly maybe us doing something with like T-Public. Where T-Public, you know, yeah. We don't make a lot of money on that kind of stuff. I, I was speaking to somebody that's worked with them. But it's a good way to get our brand out. Yeah, uh, just to, to like. gear out there for people to buy. And they, yeah. they have plenty of sales. Yeah, no, I, I want I want our own merch. So Yeah, I yeah. do too. So like, and that's a. That's an easy way to get like several different types of merch put out. And, um, you know, the profit of it is not necessarily the the, the motivator, uh, the motivator. Yeah. I'm thinking more of just like getting our brand in people's hands. Let people that want a T-shirt have a T-shirt. You know, like people like to express fandom, I think, especially in the horror community. And they'll like, talk people like about to it. express their fandom. Be like, and, Oh, what is that? What does that T-shirt mean? Oh, yeah. this is my favorite podcast. And then maybe one day someone gets a tattoo. You know what I mean? Who knows? Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, maybe that kind of brings me to our to Jimmy's second question, which is: Will there be an episode in the future where you all record together? I to think do there a should be a session. Yeah, I think there should be an episode where we all get tattoos together and then record an episode. So we'll we'll have to find some place that's centrally located. I don't know if that would be like Missouri or what, but some place. Yeah, hold on a second, Jacqueline. Do you have tattoos? I do have tattoos. He does. Okay. She has more than right. Just make it sure. I love tattoos. Joey hates them though, so. Well, it's your body. 
Sorry. I know. Yeah, but he has to look at it. So. That's fine. You're a great looking woman. I'm oh, sure a tattoo you. is not going to yeah, change anything. Fine. But hold on. I, 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 love, I love the tattoos. The more oh, the Sorry, better. John. I'm just like, trying to show off some Keep bringing up boys. Keep bringing up boys. This is not. This they're is not they're showing off all their tattoos now. But yeah. So I haven't got many tattoos this year, and I'm due for some. I think. I yeah, you got like cathartic. 40 in a row. And I got nine in two years. Yeah, I, I got bit by the bug. I'm making up for lost time. I know. <laughs> but I do think like there's something cathartic about it. I I've realized that like, actually, I think the pain that I go through when you get one is sort of like dealing with issues and like letting those issues come to the surface through the pain. It's let me, let me answer Jimmy's question. If we ever get together or when we get together to do a podcast, we are all going out and getting a cut above tattoos. So yes, we'll do it together. Uh, and we're then we'll record an episode and bitch about how bad it We'll record an episode while we're getting tattooed. We're oh like, God, no. I don't know about that. I think that Terrifier 3 was a pretty good film. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Hydra Rug will pass out and Jacqueline's going to be out. laughing at him. I'll pass like, going, like, I'm not Amy I think we'll all be fine. We've all been inked before. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. Agreed. Agree. All right. I'm just Third so the answer to that is I sincerely hope. Although so. that a cut yes. above tattoo on my taint is probably going to hurt pretty bad. So yeah, that might make you pass out. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Number three, will you review some Asian horror films besides the famous J horror and K horror ones? We time absolutely some nice horror films such as The Incantation and the Sadness. So we actually really had a should. huge conversation on Slack last summer um, about the sadness. And uh, spoiler. I was a serious defender of that movie, despite some pretty um, intense criticism of it among some of the other Slack members. Bob was with me. Bob was with me. Andy was not having it. But um, I would love to talk about that movie or any number of other um, Asian horror films. I would they love have to some talk great, about like ghost stories that I love. I love to, yes. like possession films and ghost stuff. And like Asian horror does it really well. There's a mm. diff- distinct difference the way they do it compared to American yeah, I would love to cover A Tale of Two Sisters, which I think is Korean. Okay. And I would love yeah. to cover The Eye, which I think is also Korean. How about yeah. the, uh, the Hasu? House. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've got the criterion of that, actually. I would that even would love if we could do like Old Boy, but I don't know if that's something that you guys would want. It's not. I would fun. definitely yeah, do Old I would. Boy. Yeah. Or even uh, Boy. Um, I Saw the Devil. Yes. So there's a, a Mike film that, that is really hard to find. But if we ever covered it, I would just Anything? buy you guys a copy of it. Um, and send it to you called Visitor Q by Takashi Miike, who did Audition, of course. Yeah, he does some sick stuff. He also did Itchy the Killer, right? Up yeah, yeah, he did Itchy the Killer. Yeah, we, that's that one I would one cover before. too. Itchy the Killer is an interesting film. Yeah. Um, what was the other one I was going to oh, shit? You said Old Boy. Old Boy is so say. good. What was the other one I was going to fuck? I don't know. But there's the the answer is yes. We need yeah, to we need we to will. get better at that. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy. I definitely so, think, maybe we should do a theme month where we just kind of like. Make sure we get a couple of them out of the way, like right right off the bat, and we can do a whole month of Asian style. Yeah, films. from oh, all I know what I was gonna say. Sorry, I was gonna say Kaidan, which is, or I, I think maybe it's pronounced Kaidan. I'm not sure, but it's Kaidan, amazing from Japan. I, mean, I believe like it's Q Dong. I believe Q Dong. Huge Dong. Ho Dong. Huge Dong. I think it's called. Wrong movie. All right. So yeah, that was that was Jimmy's, and then we lost Jimmy. We lost Jimmy. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, he said yeah. huge dog. Oh yeah, J- Jimmy's like I, this podcast sucks. I'm not listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> oh lordy. 
Oh, so thank you again for that email, Jimmy. That was amazing. And the last email message that we have to read tonight is from our good friend, Seth, who just got it in under the wire in time for us to include it tonight. So Hydroberg, you want to read that one for us? Yeah. What a, what a slacker, Seth. I know. You're such a no. slacker. I'm no. just kidding. Let's not um, insult the no. few people who actually did it. <laughs> that was like a, a, a Back to the Future reference. But um, no, Seth's, tra- Seth's a great dude. I talked to Seth on the low. All, uh, like all the time, just in DMs. Um, he's a fun dude. Uh, he's got a great taste in films. Um, and his like his hunger for films is uh, admirable. Like he just wants to view all things, even the crazy, stupid things. And he's a collector of um, physical media. And uh, he has a great podcast too. He's got a great voice. But he anyway, does, this actually. is his email. You're not going to hear any of that stuff I just described, by the way. Uh, but yeah. So Seth's email says, "100 uh, whole ass episode!" Exclamation point. Emphasis on. Ass. Ass. Congratulations to you, Jacqueline, Hydroberg, and John. I'm making 100 of my Tuesday mornings at work so much better. I sincerely love the show. The conversation and the chemistry between you three and all of the guests that add a little extra spice here and there. I'm looking forward to what the future holds for a cut above. And you can count me in on paying for that extra hot Patreon exclusive content. Emphasis on hot. You know what I mean? Uh, but yes, from the three of us at the Bean Dub Podcast, thank you for all that you do. Much love. Thank you, Seth, for writing Aww, in. Thank you, Seth. Wire. Thank you. <laughs> That's so sweet. It was. And we love you too, and we love your show as well. Yeah. Uh, he he also got he was a big fan of the the episode last night. Oh, cool, 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 cool. As well as some other episodes we've done, but um, no, he was actually um when we did the Donnie Darko, I chatted with him a lot uh because he had. At least watch Donnie Darko. He did some YouTube videos, I think. He didn't do his podcast stuff on it, but he had a YouTube page before that. And he did a kind of a deep dive into that. And uh, I kind of went to him and threw some ideas at him and like some things, um, the structure of how our conversation was going to be. Because I was like, I was a little intimidated by Donnie Darko. I was like, there's a lot going on here. It's a time travel film. Like there's a lot of convoluted shit you can get into with that. And I, I just want to keep the conversation precise and mostly on point. So and he had covered it and he gave me some good references to look up for um, extra content and like um, interviews and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's a great awesome. dude. Yeah, he has a great podcast, the Bean Dub podcast. Yep. It's I'm a hang around sure. sort of uh, show. Whatever. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, their show's got a great vibe, too. It feels like yeah, you're just chilling with your friends. I love Thanks. it. Yeah, they've covered some great films, too. Thank uh, you, so thank you to everybody who sent us an email. That was so sweet. And to kind of move it to the next level, we also got a series of voicemails from several friends, listeners, other podcasters that we know. Excellent. So, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who's <laughs> or possibly on current lovers. Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to? You guys want to listen to some of those? Sure. Yeah. All right. So I believe first up, we've got a message from Nicole. We do. Hey guys, it's Nicole, your favorite guest and honorary fourth member, checking in to say a big congrats on 100 episodes. I think Light and Shadow is only at about half of that, so believe me when I say I know what a milestone it is. It has been a real treat to watch the show grow, and I feel very privileged to have been invited so many times to be a part of the conversation. There are probably thousands of horror podcasts out there at this point, and uh, what makes A Cut Above special is, of course, the people behind it. Um, Each of you really bring a unique perspective to the table, 
and that makes it enjoyable for just a wide audience of horror fans. And of course, uh, love him or hate him, we uh, we all feel a little bit of joy when you manage to mention Rob Zombie every week. Um, I also have to give a shout out because you guys know that women in horror is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. It always has been. And of course, you guys have Jacqueline, your esteemed host. And um, a lot of horror podcasts have women these days, but it hasn't always been that way. And so the fact that you guys have a woman on your show, leading the show, uh, giving that perspective, it really means a lot to me. And it is important in the world of horror. And so um, I wanted to acknowledge you guys for that. Of course, uh, the horror community is very important to me. It's always so great when we find each other in the weird little corners of the world. And uh, I'm so glad that the world of podcasting has allowed me to meet so many fellow weirdos over the years. And you guys are at the top of that list. I'm excited to be a listener, privileged to be a guest, and honored to be a friend of A Cut Above. So here's to the next 100. And until next time, stay spooky. Really is our like fourth co-host, I guess. <laughs> she so is. She is. I feel like she's just always at the ready to like jump in whenever. And she's so knowledgeable and so enthusiastic about about horror in general. She's just so she's she's, rel- she's the old reliable. But you, I, I, it's, I don't know if I should tell anybody, but like, so like Nicole, she's she's like she's like Batman. Like, like I put the signal up and she comes in and swoops in and saves an episode. Like, it's true. That's what she does. Like, she's, she's just awesome. a professional. And she had so many kind words to say about us. And like, I've listened to Nicole's episode uh, message a couple of times. And just like, she's just speaking to friends when she's saying she's not doing it just because we asked her to. Like, it's like she's being very genuine. And that's what I love about Nicole. She is a genuine person and she's very caring and she cares about this genre. Like a lot, you know what I mean. She, she loves her. She eats yeah. and breathes, and and um, she's just been a great guest, like all the time. And I do think that she is correct that picking Jacqueline is one of the best points of our podcast. Like it wouldn't be the same without if it was just me and John talking horror movies. Like yeah, we would have gotten some kind of show out of it, but it wouldn't have been a cut above, you know. Oh, uh, thank you guys. Yeah. So I think That's... she's right about that. Well, That's why you. she's our leader. Exactly. And I do I do take a lot of pride in being able to say that, like, we have a, a female host who drives us and like uh, I kind of strive sometimes to be professional, like because you are pretty professional with your. your I, oh, OK. I do. You are like you I, may I think you're winging it, you've def- but you've refined your technique to the point that like I just follow along. And then when you're not here, those are the episodes where I struggle because I'm like, damn, I got to do what Jacqueline does. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard keeping tempo. You're keeping a tempo. With the episode, you're keeping the episode on track. You know what I mean? Like I can edit stuff behind the scenes and do stuff like that. And I can make jokes and shit like that. But like you keep us going. You keep, the, you know, when an ep- when our dialogue is enough where you're like, all right, we're kind of being redundant. We need to like end the review because we're just saying the same things in different ways now. So like you're good at that. Um, and it's not just because you got to get the kids to bed or something like that. Like it's all it's a mix of all these things but you're you're just great at balancing all that stuff and i think i don't i don't envy your job at all but i applaud you for it yeah well i don't i don't know how it 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 quite happened other than the the second time we were john's idea that's what happened john said i want jacqueline to be the host host. and i had no idea why you were saying that but i was like all right so (laughs) well jacqueline you are 
not only hilarious, but you are also intelligent and you do hold us together. You are the glue that holds a cut above together. So that's Aww. why you're the host of this show. Thanks. I feel like I'm the room mom or the, the like the teacher that's no, like, no, the class that, in that's, line. That's <laughs> belittling you get, you get... what you do. You you hold this show together. So you without you, we wouldn't exist. So well, I don't know about that, but I'm very grateful to be here. And again, this just fell in my lap. Like John, you were starting a thing. You asked Hyderberg to join on, and Hyderberg suggested including me. And you know, I, I it all happened organically. There were a melange of things that led to us being a of things. And you brought um, melange into the show. So yes. I mean, what else? The smartest word I had heard at that moment. So that's why it's become <laughs> like a segment. Yeah. Well, the thank melange. you. I'm, I'm really proud to be a part of this show. And Nicole, I'm proud to be your friend. Um, I feel like you and I are alike in a lot of ways. And I I feel a, a very deep friendship with you. And like I said earlier, I really wish that you lived in my city or that I lived in yours so that we could be like real life friends because um, because I, I'd love to be your friend. I feel similar, um, but different. <laughs> I also feel that like me and me and Nicole are very similar, but very unsimilar. Like we're we're like not the same person at all, right? Like yeah, um, you know. Uh, but Nicole's learned to like work with me. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, and she's just been great on every episode. She's adapted like, to your New York ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's times where I'm like, oh shit, did I go too far? Is that gonna bother Nicole? Like she's very refined and I can respect that, but I like when she stoops to our level a little bit once in a yeah. while. Like, we we got like, her to curse too. We did. Yeah. yeah. That's like, we got it. It's a part a of our speech. segment. Like you have to say it. Yeah. You yeah. Do. Although Joey did not, I might point out. That's true. He did not. But so the thing, you know, Nicole, I appreciate you acknowledging women in horror just in general and kind of being a champion for women in horror. I think, you know, it's a good time to be a woman in horror in any capacity and I like being part of a group of women who can show that they can be horror fans just as deeply as as men are. And also that women are not like a, a single entity who all have the same thoughts and feelings yeah. about things. And like, we're not delicate flowers. Like That's the biggest hurdle, I think, right there that people have to get past is that, like, like you said, you're not yeah. all one person. Yeah, like we don't all like it. It's not like we only like you know, pretty elevated artistic horror felt like as has been pointed out many times by, for example, Steven on, on spoils of horror. I love me some trash. And sometimes yeah. I feel like you guys are a little surprised by what I like and I don't like, like, Oh, maybe I wouldn't have expected that from you, but well, you know. sometimes I present you something that I think you're going to like, and then you surprise me with your opinion. So yeah, so quite just, it makes the show interesting. Yeah. It's just so like women don't all think and feel the same way. And we're just as much, fans as, as you guys are and i'm proud to like represent that and um you know not a delicate flower <laughs> right plus you um, have to really two dipshits each week just to bring it in like oh but you're my dipshits pick. yeah that's true we <laughs> are your dipshits yeah i'm only a delicate <laughs> flower though if there's a roach and then i don't i don't want to be in the room i don't like roaches either but i can kill them i can keep my <laughs> You're you're hired. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Nicole. I'm I'm proud to be your friend, and I I can't wait for the day when we can actually hang out in person because I know it's going to happen at some point. If there was I don't like, know when. if there was an actual payroll for a cut above, like you would be getting a smaller check each week, Nicole. For just like, <laughs> it'd be like a little bit to the side. Like here's your share, Nicole. Thanks for you know because you are part of a yeah. Cut above. You you've come on so many episodes. Some of them planned, some of them spontaneous, and 
uh, like I said, like you're like Batman, you know, the signal goes up and Nicole shows up if she can. She does. And I love that about you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I, I love, love that you're like Nicole. podcasting again, like more frequently. Like, I love mm-hmm. that because you put out great content and just like the people deserve to hear more of you. She's but, so you know, fucking smart, man. She is. Like, She's so talented, period. Like, I love her show. Go yeah, follow the Light and Shadow podcast. It's very yeah, different from podcast. ours, but I, I admire it so much. I just yeah. really, she's she's carved out a good little, a little niche. She really has. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, next up, we've got a message from our friend and listener, Steve Latoski, also a Slack friend of ours. Hey, guys. Shaboy Steve here, a.k.a. Slatoski on the Street Chillin' Slack. I'm kind of freaking drunk, so I'll make it succinct if possible. Probably not. But anyway, I don't know if this will make it in time for your 100th episode, but I just wanted to say that uh, I found your show about a year ago when I was looking for some podcast talking about the movie Raw after I watched that shit and... (laughs) Witnessed all of that and uh, wanted to hear some other people's thoughts on it. Uh, I really didn't find it that disturbing of a movie, uh, even though that was kind of earlier on in my horror career. But uh, I thought that was interesting, and that's basically how I found you guys. And uh, after listening to a lot of your episodes i also found straight chillin which was freaking amazing and finding that community and you know all the all the amazing people there has just been so cool for me and it's uh, really helped me in a time of uh financial and Uh, mental and physical challenges that I've been going through for several years now and just listening to you guys and you know all the other amazing people I found through your show and through your recommendations has it's helped me a lot and uh, I just want to say thank you to you guys I love you hope you keep going strong in the next 100 episodes, next 200, 300, you got it. Yeah, Slatowski from the, the Slack chat, which mm-hmm. he joined there not too long ago. And then he mentioned in there like, oh, I found this uh, community through a cut above. And I was like, man, is he a listener that we've like engaged with? Do I not recognize him? Like, I was like, who is this guy? And then uh, I think he's just been a listener for a while. He found us through the, his the Raw episode. Yeah. So this yeah. is this is interesting to me because I feel like most of our friends, it's like they come from the straight chilling side. Like they were already straight chilling listeners. They're part of the yeah, slack. This is us we met back. them through there. This is the first person that I'm aware of that has been our fan first and yeah. then discovered straight chilling through us. Yep. And become and now he's and Bob, I'm still slack. waiting on a check for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Because he might be a you- Patreon member by now, Bob. So you're definitely receiving a, a, some kind of monetary value. So yeah. Yeah. I'm Here we are just bringing you listeners right to your doorstep. Yeah. 
But that's the only case that I'm aware of that it's been kind of that reverse direction. But it's, it's nice like, to reciprocate. Oh, we got our own listener. Yeah. <laughs> so. We had our listener and we queued him into a, a larger community that has benefited his life, it sounds like to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, like just the issues that he said he was dealing with, they, they sound like they, you know, they feel like all at once. And to have something yeah. that kind of gets you out of that funk. Uh, whether it be a show like ours or straight chilling or or just a chat on the community with Slack, you know, just a bullshit like, you know, back and forth with somebody on a, you know, a forum like, I, you know, that they're, they're small things, but they mean a lot. They can mean a lot in the moment to somebody. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that we resonate with you and I appreciate your yeah. support of us. He's a super nice guy. Um, super nice. Yeah, I, super I really drunk liked... in that um, message, by the way. Get he some was rest. hammered, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, get some rest. Yeah. But that, <laughs> uh, the thing. fact that you uh, put in that effort where I would have passed out, is fucking, <laughs> I got to commend you on that. I, I, like, I got to say, I just want to say, if cut you want to reach out to any of us, please do. Um, Absolutely. We're here for you. We appreciate your situation, but we love the fact that you listen to the show. Yeah. You know, you're a friend of ours. So, you know, please reach out to us if you're ever having a bad day. Yeah. So please Absolutely. I second know that. that. I mean, we're here for you. This is not a bullshit like, hey, you know, thanks for listening. No, we're your yeah. friend. We're yeah. here for you. Steve has been hard with us for over a year now, and we're hard with Steve. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love that harder. he found us through episode one. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's definitely so, like, Steve. There's no reach around in that but, episode. There's no, like, Steve, you were being. Yeah, he, li- he loved us even when there was no reach around. I know. You didn't even have a reach around. <laughs> that's, no, that's love. What up? It's your straight Shrillin' crew, uh, Bob, with me as always. Hey, yo, it's Andu. And Soju. And we just wanted to congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. Um, two years into podcasting is a serious commitment, and it's something that most people never are able to do. It's a really serious thing, and um, you guys just keep get- getting better with every single episode. And you're kind of making it your own thing. And we love watching you guys grow. And uh, we're happy to participate. And we are blessed to participate whenever we can. Um, Yeah, your commitment to horror is fantastic. You guys have committed to each other. It's been great to watch your friendship grow um, over these past two years. And we've really appreciated being on the show, listening to your show. And, um, yeah, enjoying those reach-arounds. Hydraberg killing it. John and Jacqueline, you do a fantastic job as well. And, uh, yeah, really been enjoying the content. Hope you guys can keep it up. Yeah, you guys, I mean, this is a great way for you guys to grow as friends, as Justin said. And, you know, we've only gotten to see that in, in bigger and bigger terms as you guys, you know, figure out your, your own voice and sort of make your path. So we're excited to see what episode 200 is going to look like and 300 and so on and so forth. Thank you guys for uh, letting us chime in today and celebrate your hundo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, keep those reach arounds coming. And as always, keep chilling. Chilling. Keep chilling. Can I say something about this? Is that the, the, I love the Straight tr- Chilling Crew, and we would not be a podcast without these guys, but they sent us a video of this, and it's nothing but looking at their crotch. You saw the video? Jacqueline? Yeah. Yes, I saw the video. The camera is just pointed directly at their crotches. <laughs> There's no way that they else. didn't do that on purpose. They did that on purpose. I, they absolutely I mean. did it on purpose. Of course they did. Are you I saw the right. picture of them taking it. I'm like, there's no way their faces are in the frame. Like, I saw the picture of them, like, like Soju's like, here, we made our, your audio. Here's the picture of us doing it. And I'm like... So I'm going to say, Bob, 
Randy and Soju. Thank you so much for the support that you guys have given us. Uh, we cannot, we we haven't been able to do this podcast without you guys bringing the community together. But motherfuckers, like like if you're gonna take a video, I don't want to see your guys's dicks. <laughs> like did, did, I love that no, Randy's in like this dad stance the whole time. No, but still, it's playing up in his hand on his leg. It absolutely is. Um, uh, Thank you for the message. We love you guys. We couldn't do this without you in all sincerity, but they were also across the world when they did that. And they were drunk on soju and they were in Korea. I think they might have been in Japan at that point. I'm not sure. I don't think Randy went to Japan. Oh, really? Okay. Then I guess they were. I mean, I could be wrong, but the way their their timeline played on their socials was like Mm. Randy bounced after korea and oh bob, okay only bob and his girl okay. and soju went to japan but i could be wrong got it no no you're probably right. i didn't see becky and uh, andy in the pictures after that so that's why i thought yeah well regardless were... of wherever they were i'm once again i'm just honored that you guys first of all like you guys are kind Thank of like you. our godfathers yeah. almost like correct you know you're like we exist because of you in a way and um jacqueline I, like totally to them for the community that they built but yeah, I didn't need to see crotch. <laughs> Can I say that? Like, just if we're going to touch on the community, like they take the time yeah. to still like water the community, the flowers that are there. Like they don't Correct. just, they're elements Agreed. in their community. They're not just there yep. once in a while. Like they are there like every day. Bob's there. If I question something, if I message Bob privately, like he'll answer back in a little while when he can like, or like when, when there's someone that listened to our, fir- our, our episode, once it launches, it's usually Bob. Yeah, Bob's like usually Bob's the first literally one to taking comment. time out of his day to listen to an episode of Cut of Above. I mean, like mm-hmm. he doesn't have to. Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. he does, and I appreciate that. And he's always, I don't know, very thoughtful. Um, and he, he you know, he he speaks on the episodes after uh, things he likes, things he didn't agree with, and I. That's that's what we want, right? We want to engage mm-hmm. with people, whether they like yeah. it or love it, love it or whatever. Like it, it starts engagement and conversation. Sure. Well, and I still feel a little, even after all this time, I still feel a little sense of like looking up to them, you know, I mean, th- and that's not at all because of them. It's like, they definitely don't act like they're above us or they're like celebrities and we're little peons or whatever. But like, I do still look up to them and I feel grateful that they listen to us ever. I feel grateful yeah. that they, all three of them guest on our show from time to time. Um, and I especially feel grateful that in the past a little over a year, like the past 14 months, I've actually gotten to hang out with some combination of the three of them at least once. Bob, several times, actually. Um, but you did but, see all three of them in one building, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. um, the 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 winter meetup in December. Yeah, right Jackson. before the 400 right. episode. Yep, because uh, Soju and Randy were home for the holidays, and so I got to got to um, hang out with all the of them. On the warm side of the door, yeah. On the warm side of the door, that's right. And, um, you know, that's that's very special to me i never i've never know, i never thought that would happen when i started listening to their show so that's well, pretty awesome it, like I, I feel like i can count them as my friends well and for me it's it's in my previous life i've had all three of them on a previous podcast that i did mm-hmm. and they've always been gracious they've always been nice i i wasn't a part of the uh straight chilling uh community but I always felt a part of it because they were always so gracious about like, heck yeah, man, we'll, we'll come on you, with you and talk about this movie or a, a bullshit movie or a great movie, whatever it was. But they have created this community that is, you know, it, it, like you Promoting said, Heidelberg, it's like like watering the flowers and everything yeah. grows. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it, it's it's so very sweet. And 
you know, I, I am very gracious to them for introducing me to you guys. So yeah. Thank you. So like, I just recently saw that like Anya had Andy on for the innocence. Oh, did she? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Which was, which was, which was a movie I talked about going on with her. Uh, Cause I wasn't sure that Jack would want to cover it. And it's a movie I wanted to talk about. So I was talk- talking to Anya about doing it, but I've been sleeping on doing episodes with Anya. Yeah. But uh, Andy got in there. He did an episode and it was great. And it was just like, it was great to have a collabo because probably without Anya meeting us, we wouldn't have championed straight chilling the way we do and like gotten her to mm-hmm. eventually probably she started listening to them. And then once she's sure. listened to them, you're like, oh, they have a great like product. Like It's obvious they, how good they are. Yeah, oh. they're really good. Yeah. Um, you know? yep. And so like, her working with Andy, I think it was great. It was a great episode to just listen to and hear like two people that I really like talking to about horror and listening to and like seeing them on the same episode with differing opinions. But like it was it was fun. It was cool. And I got a mm-hmm. shout out on that, too, from Anya. So I appreciate it. That's awesome. <laughs> well, the movie was my suggestion for her to watch. Yeah. One day. Anyway, one, one last thing about that is um, one thing Soju said in the message to us is that he's like, I love how you've committed to each other. And yeah. you know, we've already kind of had our love fest, but I just think that's especially meaningful that, yeah, oh, yeah. we have it's, committed to each other. He mentions the genre as well. So it's like, yep, we're committing to our love of the genre and through that committing to this relationship. Yeah, yeah. right. So thank you, Straight Chilling Crew. We love you. Yeah, we do. Right. I would do this even if we weren't recording it. Like if we were just talking. Hard, yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be like a book club, but we just review movies. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. The next message we've got up is from Anna, Anna Presley. Yeah, from Cinema Slab Podcast and Anna's House of Wax. Well, hey, you guys, it's Anna from Cinema Slab slash the Slack slash Real Life because we're friends now. Isn't that funny how life works? But I'm just popping in to say congratulations, a cut above on 100 episodes. Woo! Cheer, chant, scream, run on the field, rip your shirt off. You guys fucking rock. I know I haven't been listening to A Cut Above for that long, but I can already tell just a growth from when I started listening to where you are now. And I just think you guys keep getting better and better and better as you go along. And each one of you, John, Jacqueline, Heiderberg, you're all individual and unique, but you all mesh well together and it just works. I love you guys' passion for movies in general, for horror movies, for cinema. It's really inspiring. And you guys just deserve all the success in the world. You all three are genuinely good people. And I'm so thankful that I'm friends with you guys. Thank you also for having me on for the Krampus episode in December. That was a blast. And I'm just so excited to continue to see where you guys go. I don't feel like you can go anywhere but up. And I hope you continue doing this for years and years and years and years. Because you will have a listener in me until you guys do stop which i hope doesn't happen so all my love congratulations keep putting out the great content and what is it the hydroberg says keep it creepy love you guys um i want to say thank you very much for your supportive message um and has been a quick friend that i made recently we've made uh through the slack and we've quickly done 
And well, as she says, her, in real life, because we're friends now. In real life, because yeah, we're friendbound. That's how life yeah. works. And that's She's funny. such a sweetheart. She's yeah, such a sweetheart. Really I love great. her. Yeah, it's not yeah, just we love you too. We really do. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, Anna's great. I keep in contact with her a lot about stuff. I order her candles, I support her candles uh business, Anna's House of Wax. It's amazing. Yeah. It makes amazing sense, amazing candles, uh freshies for your car, like all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, she's great. And she puts out a dope product too, like her podcast is getting better and better and she's had me on several times which i i'm very gracious being asked to come on for some of the television stuff that she's been reviewing well now we need to have her back on our show again sometime soon because i didn't get to be on the episode where she appeared before and so i was unexpectedly i forget what it was that time whether it was me or my kid who was sick but yeah um yeah but we need we need to have her on again soon so i can actually talk to her on the show because i didn't get to yeah, I love we'll how she basically yeah, we'll said show. She basically sh- said show podcasting your tits, and she was like, you know, <laughs> celebrate, jump, dance, streak, yeah. show podcasting sure. your tits, yeah. more or less. So, yep, we're gonna. We did. I feel like this whole show we've been just showing po- podcasting our tits. Yeah, <laughs> John's yeah, like, are. what the fuck what are you talking doing? about? Okay, what we've been doing Ooh. here, John? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for that sweet message, Anna. You're thank just you, Anna. such a sweetheart. I love her. Uh, next up, we've got a message from our friends G Baby and Steve from Wax and the Porpoise. I'm gonna fuck this up. We can do a couple takes. It'll be fine. All right. <laughs> also, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to, or not quick. I I wanted to give a pro- a proper shout out to our friends at a cut above horror review. They are upcoming on their hundredth episode, uh, which is a huge achievement and they've cashed it in in two years. So they're, they're out there super consistent pumping one episode a week for your, for your ear holes to check out. So they've just been killing it lately. They just had cinema villains on, which was a lot of fun for dead alive, uh, brain dead, if you will, Peter Jackson, the Frighteners. I love you, Hedgerberg. So yeah, they're coming up on their hundredth hundredth episode, and we just wanted to give them uh, some love. Uh, they've had us on in the past, and uh, they're just they're just great people that that we really enjoy. Yeah, these guys fucking rule. For my Captain John's dulcet tones and affinity for He Man and social commentary, I'll get you, He Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Jacqueline's erudite and sage perspectives on horror and just in general, uh, her magnanimous nature and love for Rob zombie trash. And last but not least, Hyderberg's New York attitude. He wears on his sleeve. I'm walking here. (laughs) (laughs) And his legendary reach arounds that he spins like a spider. This triumvirate, there's just a great group, a melange, if you will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> there's just a, a really great group of people we're glad to call our friends, and we love you guys. We wish you the best health, happiness, and here's to 100 more episodes and beyond. Bang. Bang-a-rang. Hilarious. Love guys. Hilarious. Love this message. I am so fond. You can tell it's written by G baby. (laughs) Really? Uh, I'm, I have such a fondness for these guys. They're just just such good people. And look, I've been candid about it before. I started listening to G baby's podcast. I love Jim. I support him. 
I didn't know Steve though. And at first, Steve's Steve's like views on movies. I was just like, man, who is this guy? Like <laughs> ejecto cito cuzzo. You know what I mean? Like get this guy out of here, right? But fucking Steve, man, if you're listening, I you know I listened to a chunk of those episodes for a while there. I got to your card counting episode, and like you're you're a very likable guy. Um, and I have great fun on your show, and I have great fun whenever you've been on our show. And I appreciate you guys roasting us a little bit there. It was fun. By the way, Jimmy, Ma, if you're listening to this, that's a an, a, an English phrase you should pick up from Hyderberg here. Get this guy out of here. Yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. But yeah, Did that, that sounds like Hyderberg. <laughs> I'm walking so. here, hearing Steve say that. <laughs> that was hilarious. That cracked yeah. me up. I oh, love the yeah. fact that they started it off. It's like, we should do another take. And was like, no, nah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, us. I kept that in. <laughs> Sounds like us. Like, I don't think G-Baby even wants me to get rid of that. Like, I'm keeping in that rawness yeah. right there. And I love uh, how they imitated our, they kind of poked fun at our little, yeah. when yeah. G-Baby was like, a melange, if you will. And then Steve went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It made so me laugh. Like, so it's that bad. attention to detail. That makes the yeah. show so good. Right. So good. Thank you guys. That was both hilarious and touching. Thank you yeah. so much. And he Check even got the porpoise. They're awesome. And Black yes, I love the Rob Zombie it. trash and I will not apologize for it. Yeah. And nor should you. <laughs> Waxing the Porpoise is an amazing show. It is. It is. I mean, talk about I'm having a melange. I, yeah, that show is that's, that's like the definition Melange of the Melange, show, right? Yeah, yeah Melange the show. Melange the yeah, show. they make fun that's of us for like saying that on every show, show, but they do have Melange they do it every shows. Show. It's true. If you will, and you will. If you will, mm-hmm. and you will. It's true. <laughs> but I do think that their show needs more attention. I think it's a great. I agree. I think they'll mm-hmm. build up a good fan base. I really do. I'm yeah. loving their. I'm loving their little Bond spotlights. They've been doing the Daniel Craig series and. um Every like couple of weeks, they, they're having like they're dropping that one Bond episode. So like throughout the months, they're covering the all the Daniel Craig Bonds. That's which awesome. A fun break too. Like it's a you know you're getting a Bond episode every couple of episodes. So. Nice. I just saw Skyfall and No Time to Die recently and really enjoyed them. Yeah, Skyfall is really good. Uh, yeah, you've seen Casino Royale. Uh, I feel like you probably have. That's the first. I Daniel think I did. I think movie. I did. There was one that I didn't see, but I can't Quantum remember. Quantum which... is not that great. Inspector wasn't all that great. But I, I think they're all worth watching. It was one of those that I didn't it. see. I can't remember yeah. which one. They're all really well-made films. Though. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I'll go back and listen to some of those episodes. I hadn't caught those yet. Um, but yeah, so thank you, G-Baby and Steve. We love you. And you know you'll be back on in the future. We, you're great Black guests. the porpoise. Yep. yep. Dude, they were great on the cornucopia uh, good. episode. All right. Next up, we've got a couple more. Next up, we've got... Rob and Andy from Circle of Jerks podcast. Here we go. What's going on, uh, Cut Above fans? Uh, it's Rob and Andy from Circle of Jerks podcast. What up? Uh, you might remember us from such episodes as Prom Night and uh, The Bad Seed. And we're, we're here to celebrate Jacqueline, John, and Heidelberg on their 100th episode. Pretty cool, right, right Andy? Absolutely. You know, some things I found out about our time on Cut Above is that uh, John, you know, he, he there's three S's that he hates. He hates sex, he hates space, and he hates The Shining. <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, John sounds like a whole load of fun. The other thing I found out about Heidelberg, he is really into unibrows. Uh, we found that about, about uh, on our prom night episode with Lou. That, that we did. That we did. He, he is plumbing the depths for like 
everything unibrow related. <laughs> they just they just recently did a Coffin Joe episode. Like I mean, they were they couldn't stop talking about the, the he couldn't stop talking about the unibrow. Yeah, you might say he has unibrow in the brain. And something about Jacqueline, uh, something you weren't on this, uh, you weren't on the Bad Seed episode, but we did uh, in previous episodes. We found out that she's actually a serial killer. You know what she does? She eats cereal without the milk. What a lunatic! Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> it'd be bad enough if like she poured the milk before the cereal, but eating it without the cereal, without the milk, is she crazy? <laughs> Absolutely insane. Get get the get the men in the white coats. But uh, yeah, seriously, guys, uh, congratulations on 100 episodes. We hope that you have 100 more episodes. Uh, we've been very thankful to be on your on the podcast talking with you guys about movies, and uh, we consider you friends, and we love you, and uh, yeah, congratulations. Good job, y'all. Um, yes, Heidelberg has a thing for eyebrows. <laughs> What? They they what? called you a serial killer. <laughs> if you yeah. mean killing it without the milk, that's true. Yeah, nobody uh, nobody's ever said that. I yeah, think, I think maybe you... maybe Britney Spears has said that on one of her benders on Instagram. But <laughs> and by the way, Rob's wrong. I love sex. Yeah, space eh, shining. Yeah, what about right. sex in space while watching The Shining? I'm um, gonna pick it. We're like sex in like room thirty seven. Because, like, Rob was totally off. I love sex, but, I mean, yeah, you're right. If you're... You don't like talking about but in it, movies? But you may, like, yeah. In movies? Yeah, in movies, I mean. Movie. Have you seen my web, web browser? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know what he I'm just kidding. Not I'm those so kinds kidding. of movies, Um, Let's see. Sex and Space. Yeah, that's fine. Sex and Space while watching Shining. Perfect. No, I'd go flaccid on that, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. God. I'm definitely Dude, picking The Shining. So I, I don't have a thing for eyebrows, guys. Or unibrows. You have a thing for the unibrow. Something about it excites There's you. There's no way that we've created an entire month, possibly, dedicated to the unibrow. Oh, what kind that. of psycho would, would do that? What kind yeah, of psycho would do that? There's if no we way a month like that, that, that absolutely not a theme that we're going to do. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll quit the show if we do that. Why would you do that? Like, what would your numbers even look like as a podcast? That would probably zero, be zero, 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 zero. Right? That's what it would look like. There was a thing it would be yeah. eye raising or brow raising. <laughs> yeah. Can you smell what the brow is cooking? No, I'm just oh practicing. God. And po possibly if we ever cover yeah, it. Yeah, we're never doing a month like that. No. Why would we? That's stupid. No. That's a terrible idea. It's as dumb um, as a unibrow. Anyway, Again, Rob, no offense Rob to anybody Andy, that has unibrows that listens to the show. Let's not alienate the the unibrow listeners. Um, and Rob and Andy, I'm going to tell you what I said to John and Hyderberg way back. If you think I'm a psycho, or if you think I'm a serial killer, what you really have discovered is that I'm dangerous. So let's not poke the bear, huh? Yeah. And they want to have you on their show, so that's crazy to I'm me. I'm just saying, in the immortal words of the late <laughs> Tina Turner, God rest her soul. I love Andy. He sort of just, be like, good to me. dropping the joke. She's <laughs> like, get the guys in the white coats. <laughs> uh, well, thank yeah, thank you for that message, guys. We love you. Love we, you guys. Um, Go check out Circle been... of Jerks uh, podcast on YouTube. Yeah, That was sort of like their show, too, where, where Rob's doing like a deep dive into the subject that he's covering. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And Andy's got the the commentary coming in. Uh, yeah, great episode. Uh, great episode. Sorry, great, great episode. episode. That, was, that message was episode, episode yeah. quality. It was episodic. 
<laughs> You're episodic. Anyway, and next up, it. of course, you know this is going to be epic. Oh, fuck. We have a message guys. from our friends, Stephen and Leo from You guys have Spoils enough time on your hands? You got 10 minutes at least? Settle to- in. Settle in. This is going to be a ride. Hi, everyone. Leo here from Spoils of Horror. I wanted to address uh, Cut Above Horror Review for their 100th episode. We gave you an opportunity quite some time ago. We presented you an idea, landed it right on your doorstep, and you've done absolutely nothing with it. So we're stealing it, changing it just enough to make it work for what we need to do, and making it ours, since you seem to not want to bother. So we're going to start a Cuck Above review right now. Good evening and welcome to A Cuck Above Cuckolding Review, a podcast where we review all things cuckolding. I'm your host, Steven, and with me as always is Leo. Hello, sloppy second slap-happy people. <laughs> and we also have Skeletor. Aha! Fuck you, Cut Above! Oh, God, Skeletor, he's always so rude. He's just a guy. Like, <laughs> he's, just, he's so into himself all the time. So anyway, we're going to be covering one of the most special releases of the year 2006, Mark Wahlberg's The Cuckening. When trees releasing neurotoxins turn the wives of Sad Sack, New Jersey, into sex-crazed, infinitely horny MILFs with unstoppable desire, only Mark Wahlberg's science teacher slash ex-marine slash women's pleasure instructor... (laughs) John Hard can bring them to orgasm before they tear to shreds the small-dicked, weakling husbands who can do nothing but just sit there in the corner, watch, and masturbate as their wives get the pleasure they could never possibly give. Leo, do you have a crying-from-the-corner reach-around for us? I'm always ready to reach around, you know that. (sighs) All right. Uh, Yeah, I wrote something. Just especially for this. You took a couple hours on this, right? Yeah, I took days to get this down. Honestly, it's, it, it was a trial of tears. What is a cuck? Is it enough to suck if you're a cuck? Who gives a fuck? Wow, you wrote a haiku. I know. That I, one kind of hit me in the heart. I was hoping it would. You're a very yeah. sensitive guy. I figured that was something that would really that resonate with you. That is one of your best yet. Oh, thank you. Thank there you. There you go. I like your older ones better. Oh, fuck off, you. <laughs> we here at A Cuck Above like to do haikus because it's just enough so A Cut Above can't sue us. We have to cut right <laughs> on that line. Anyway, so shall we get into our review? Absolutely. I thought this was really an incredible piece of art. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Mark Wahlberg at his best. I don't know that I'd call it art simply because Mark Wahlberg was in it, but that's just me. I understand what you're saying. But that scene where he's at the PTA meeting and the neurotoxins have gone in through the window, women just start tearing off their clothes. And he goes, if I don't fuck you, no one will. I thought he served that well. Well, it was very Hitchcockian, too, because yeah. like the way they show you, but they don't show you. Right. The audience knows. Like, you know yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Like, you know, they're getting the shit they're, they're fucked out of them. They're all going to get in. Right. Yeah. They're right. all gangbanging. It's, like... it's really impressive. Boning! Shut up. <laughs> He's always got to bring in... Why gang boning? (laughs) Why does Skeletor want gang boning? Oh, I get it, because he's a skeleton. Don't Uh, be racist! Skeleton's not a race. Well, no, but also, why do you want... I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) 
the neurotoxins don't, don't just affect the wives, but they affect the husbands too. Well, it's the whole town, isn't it? Right. Like, yeah. The husbands become comatose, and all they can do is masturbate and cry in the corner. Saturday night. Exactly. <laughs> which which uh, you said I identify with heavily. <laughs> Sad but true. But it's that scene where Mark Wahlberg is, uh, I think the woman playing uh, the girl that he's fucking, Judy Dench, I think Judy, it was what? Judy Dench. She was in that scene with Renee Zellweger. Powerful yeah. performance. Oh, yeah. And Gwyneth um, Paltrow. They had right. some great duel yeah. scenes. Isn't it so moving in that part where they're in the zoo? And the guy who's the zookeeper, you know, his wife is, you know, she's all horny. And so he can't take it. So he climbs into the lion's den and the lions are all like grabbing him. I didn't see it coming. I got to say. And they're eating him. And Mark Wahlberg, he's he's fucking the wife, but he can't quite get her to orgasm. So he's reaching out to the zookeeper. He's trying to help. Right. He's trying to dig like that scene you get in an action movie where the guy shoots his hand out as you're falling down the cliff. Right. And he's going to catch you at the last minute. Right. But he's so busy fucking this woman. He can't <laughs> quite get there. He can't reach. Yep. The lion just yeah. like jumps up and grabs the guy and like yeah. whips him down. It was, just it was a big time movie. Blood spurts yeah. everywhere. It's a very smart film. Absolutely. Like I'd put it right up there with some of the most feminist movies that we've covered. You, oh, definitely. By the way, have you seen The Cuckening 2? I have not yet because you know how I feel about Rob Zombie films. And- oh, oh, yeah, Rob Zombie. But he did direct, and his his movies are always hit and miss. He's always got to cast Jerry Moon Zombie as the lead. Yeah, and I don't know if she can hold a candle to what we're watching on this one. In the Cuckening too. She's not only playing one of the women of the town; she's playing. Every woman of the town. It's a big role for her. Yeah, it's like a one-woman show. Yeah. She's playing a melange, if you will, oh, oh, hey, of different women in the town. <laughs> but I didn't really like the hard, like the hardcore vibe, the heavy metal. Like he's yeah. always got to add that shit in, make it gorier. I guess I'm gonna have to watch it eventually. I'm just not looking forward to the period scene. This does bring us to our final segment. Does this movie cuck? Or suck. So, Leo, you take it first. This is a total cuck film. This is absolutely what you want. When you think cuck, when you look up cuck in the dictionary, it's this film. That's right. all there is to it. I totally agree. I think this movie cucks as well. I was thinking a lot about different subject matters that really matter to me. Like, what does it mean to be a parent? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, what does it mean to sacrifice, mm-hmm. to give? I mean, we don't really think much about the John Hard character, but that guy's got to do a lot of fucking... John Hard. More like John Hardly. He was barely in the fucking film. Oh, God. There's always got to be one person that tanks the review. This was a total suck. I hate it. This is why we don't have you on the show that often either. So, you know. Yeah, Skeletor, don't don't pull a cut above and have one person just tank it for the rest of us. Oh, don't compare me to them. I'm leaving in a huff. Oh, great. Skeletor just walked out on us. You know we're going to on two weeks before we get him back now because (sighs) he's in that mood. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to deal with this drama anymore. Anyway. You've got two cucks for The Cuckening with Mark Wahlberg, so go check it out. It's on Tubi because everything is. Everything's on Tubi. (laughs) Tune in next week, everyone. We're going to be covering A Nightmare on Cuck Street. (laughs) It's a hard one. See you next week. So now we have to be nice. What an unfortunate thing that is. So here we are on A Cut Above's 100th episode. Very proudly here. Yeah, very proudly here. This is an excellent show. I remember when you told me about them, introduced me to them, Mm -hmm. and I was hooked almost immediately. What he told me was, these guys are someone you should listen to because that's the kind of show we want to have. Yes, that is what I said. our early fledgling years. 
I so. said, unlike many other shows, they're actually good. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> and so here we are, celebrating your 100th episode. And it's been an incredible ride. We, of course, were very lucky to be on the Barbarian episode. Yes. And then, of course, we were on one of the most controversial episodes, <laughs> Poultry Geist, which I stand by. I know you do. Two of them, John and Heidelberg, I'm calling you out. Constantly trash on Jacqueline for picking mm. that movie, but we got your back, Jacqueline. We got you. You know, we can sit here and pretend that it's great to work with a great show, and it is, but that's not what really it is about, because one of the things we've learned from podcasting is that the unexpected benefit from doing a show like this is that you meet really great people. It's true. When we reached out, or they reached out, one or the other, and formed a very nice friendship that I am very grateful for, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, me too. But I think it wraps it nicely into a congratulatory celebration from us for your wonderful achievement. Congratulations. You have an amazing show. We listen every week because we are true fans and we utterly adore you guys. I listen every other week because I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but we do have a gift for you. Even Leo doesn't know that we have a gift for you. But on one of your recent episodes, you brought us up and you mentioned that John has a well-known crush on Leo. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. also brought mm -hmm. up that Hyderberg has a unknown crush on me, which I question, but that Jacqueline has no one. I want to remind you that we do have a third member of Spoils of Horror. And it's our pizza guy who continually makes appearances on various episodes. He's always single. We've set you up on a blind date. We're yes. going to have him over to you. Uh, pretty, he drives the pizza truck really fast, actually. So I so, want you to know I've, you don't have to get jealous because I've never spent time with a woman in my life. That is a guarantee. I was once invited to be part of a human centipede. <laughs> boy, oh boy, are you a lucky girl. So congratulations, Jacqueline, for your <laughs> eligible bachelor. And congratulations to all three of you on 100 episodes. And our apologies to the other two of you for losing Jacqueline after that. So, <laughs> there you go. You're always welcome on a cuck above. <laughs> Here they come again with a cuck above. Well, congratulations, really? Stephen and Leo, on your first episode of a cuck above. They make a, a valid like, They did lay it in our lap, and we just didn't do anything with it. So, like, by all means, like, we don't own the rights to a cuck above. That's I will true. be suing you over that reach around crying in the corner thing. <laughs> yeah, they did use the phrase reach around. So I think yes, you're within your did. rights to That's sit. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you Although what they I made it a haiku. Well, I think I that I think, a haiku. I, I think Leo <laughs> may not have the same poetic skills that Hyderberg does. And um, I'm suing him for the pretty... Skeletor thing. So. You're suing over Skeletor. I don't, I don't. I don't think you have a leg to stand. I think there, they had I, the real Skeletor on their show, though. I don't know if we can sue. Um, him. Skeletor oh, was okay. hilarious. That's fair. It, yeah, and he oh, by the way, Jacqueline, if you need a crush on somebody, remember the Dominoes guy that they talked. Oh, about. it's me, so, the Dominoes guy. Hey, Jacqueline. Listen, I'm low maintenance. If you bring me a pizza and watch Terrifier 2 with me, I'll fall in love, man. That's all I, I need. a large pie with extra meat on it. Sausage. <laughs> I hope you're hungry. I, I can't wait for my first date. Uh, it's so exciting. Although I will say I'm I was a little disappointed that um Skeletor wasn't an option for me. Why yeah, why wouldn't with he all be the an boning option? that he wanted so, to do? So here's my know. thought is like with these guys is that you can go out the, with the Domino's guy, uh Hyderberg, you're gonna go out with uh Steven to go yeah, do some Steven Pilates and then I'm gonna spend dancing. the day with Leo and just ribbon, cleaning ribbon his dancing. house because he's such a germaphobe, I guess, right? 
Yeah, just like Wait, wash your hands well, a lot. Bring some sanitizer and just like fucking just wipe with some of those those wipes, and I'm good to go. I don't actually have to listen to Stephen uh, talk uh, to me for two hours. Stephen? <laughs> yeah. Leo's the germaphobe. No, but yeah, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'd rather clean so. up for Leo than listen to Stephen for two hours. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Well, so I don't you know. Heard it here first I think that spoils a horror that now Heidelberg has a crush on Leo. So Stephen, you're all alone, buddy. Well, having actually spent a couple of hours with Stephen in person, I can say that listening to him talk for a couple hours would be time well spent. Jacqueline, bl- blink twice if Stephen's made to say that. <laughs> Are you okay? No, honestly, we love you guys. Stephen and Leo, you guys have been awesome friends to the show. Spoils of Horror, go check them out. They're awesome. They've always been uh, great friends to us. And, uh, They're amazing. And they are I'm not playing they favorites are. or anything and like but i will say like they are one of the best friends that we have made yeah agreed like just Absolutely. randomly through podcasting yep. and and networking on social media say what you will about social media like of course mm-hmm. there's some trappings to it and there's bad things but like there's moments like this where like without it i wouldn't have met these dudes yeah and they've come on for some of our best episodes um they've shouted us out countless times on their episode so many times they have been so supportive of us i can't even believe it and i i would count them as real friends you know they're not just like podcasting colleagues um they're real friends you know i I feel like joking aside i have a crush with them all the time i think they're fantastic (laughs) i have a crush on both of them too i think we all do they put on such great shows i mean it's so well thought out it's hilarious but still insightful I mean, no, really, absolutely. like the level of insight I mean, it's just, is it, there, it's there so much Friday fun 13, to part two, the two putter. Mm-hmm. Great. Part one and, and I, part two. <laughs> yeah. And I know, I know that like Steven's like, uh, you know, down on the fact that they had some audio issues there, but I think it was, worth I don't know. The episode still. No, it's so no. it's to your listeners. It's absolutely it's trivial. Conversation. Yep. The, the audio so issues are, are Yeah, All nothing. the things that hit that make a, a, a really good spoils of horror episode for me. Um, mm-hmm. They're there. So, yeah. And also, and thank you for backing me up on some of my trashy picks. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, still I know. Like I know they've always got my back with like Poltergeist and like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and fuck and you also... about the Skeletor thing. It was supposed to be fucking, but now it's become a, like a long-running joke for a cut above and spoils of horror. Thanks, yep, guys. They're not going to let that go. Sorry, they're you're, never you're in for it go. with that one. No, I'll be honest. They, they actually never so, like, they were doing Skeletor on their never show before us. What, Heidelberg? They were doing Skeletor on their show before us. There's actually an older episode of theirs where yeah. Leo brought it out because he does voice. Leo is amazing. Yeah, he's, but he's awesome. Not until our show did you bring it up to the point where Leo had to like bring out his Skeletor. To, to set you straight. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so blame me for it. I thought you guys had my back. But I will say that, guys, you 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 missed the, the chance to mess with John and his um, Green Goblin impersonation. Where he did was, he do that? Yeah, on the oh. Rock and Roll Nightmare episode. Oh, I don't remember that. He was doing like a, a Skeletor, but he did it as the Green Goblin, and then we're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, John?" Oh. <laughs> like we call him out on it. It's hilarious. I was probably in an alter-stated mind. Uh, you were trying uh, to mess with me episode. because I interrupted your review, and I, I, <laughs> like, I stole your mojo that moment. And I felt bad about it. I must like whatever I said threw you off and you were just like, whatever, here's my review. And then you tried to sabotage my review. You're like, well, fuck you, Hydroberg. Like, and I was like, John, I'm sorry. And Jacqueline's like, boys, calm down. Like, <laughs> like settle in. We're trying to do a show here. It was, it was a moment. 
Well, Stephen and Leo, we, in case it's not clear, we love you. We adore we you. Do. And when we get to 200 episodes, I hope that will bring about the emergence of the first episode of A Cup Above Coffee Review. Looking forward to that <laughs> but in two years' time. I, I do want to say that, like, uh, I thank them for that roasting that they did. Of Like, they did an entire episode of A Cup Above. That's amazing. That is um, amazing. I, do, I still think we could sue you over some of that stuff, but I'm not positive yet. Uh, I just do, I do want to see the cockening too. Electric Boogaloo, though. I just Me need too. to know what happened to John, <laughs> John Hard. Rob I Zombie. need to know what happens to John Hard. I am eagerly awaiting that yeah, sequel. It's, it, you're right, John. It is directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. And also, Stephen, if you get fed up with some of Leo's trash takes, such as on the Blair Witch Project mm-hmm. or your next, I'm available for co-hosting duties. Should you ever need, yeah, just like fuck you know. that. Nope, that's not happening. <laughs> also, She's guys, uh, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver is a horror icon. Eat my ass. Oh shit! That's right. Whoa. She's a fucking yeah. wow. We're going like really in the way. You're teaching Jimmy Ma all kinds of useful things. Jimmy Ma, and... <laughs> don't pay attention right Jimmy. now, man. Don't, don't talk shit about Jimmy. We this love shit. will get you fucked up in the streets. Don't talk like this to people. Yeah, yeah no. don't take a lesson for how not to talk, Jimmy. Your Jimmy, English don't is, listen to Hydra, is already good. No. Just leave, leave it as English it is. is. Better than mine, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you again to Stephen and Leo. We love <laughs> you. you. Thank you for the lovely tribute. I love the effort and the kind words at the end. Thank you. For sure. All right. Well, that's about it for voicemails, except for one that we're going to save for a special purpose for the very, very end of the show. But you'll have to be in suspense a little bit about that one. Yeah, you got to earn. So I believe now Hydraberg has something super special for us to kind of round out the episode, which is a collection of some of the very best reach arounds. Am I right, Hydraberg? Oh, yes, I do. I have the best of the reach arounds. I don't know how many. I can go over the list real quick, just uh, in what order they're going to be played in. Okay. So you guys have a, like a, a, a summary or a glossary of, of what you want. Um, nope is the first one. Misery, Allegoria, Rock and Roll Nightmare, The Night House, Prom Night, Night of the Creeps, Sorority Row, Suspiria, Donnie Darko, Halloween 3, Sleepy Hollow, Terrifier 2, <laughs> Blood Rage, Summer Party Massacre 2, Children of the Corn, The Ring, and barbarian so all of them is what you're saying i mean i'm just kidding <laughs> all of the episodes no i'm just kidding yeah it's so hydroberg you asked me to if i had any particular favorites that i wanted to include it's just it's so hard to pick and choose any like and discard any because they're all so good but the w- what i would pick as like the top tier ones are included on that list so mm-hmm. um yeah peel has got another banger in the stable with carefully created characters and writing that's able to pull at the heartstrings and leave you in tears. Two siblings that battle their own inner fears. An entity that hides in the clouds. It swoops down with the quickness to devour whole crowds. OJ and Emerald are both trapped in their self-made enclosures. But desire the same, this alien's full in- exposure. To get the money shot is all that they can hope for. A hundred grand on the check that's signed off by Oprah. These siblings, they rival and risk their own skins. But each one evolves and comes through with a win. The creature will eat you if you stare into its glare, then vomit out the pieces it can't stand to bear. It's all quite gory, like a sitcom with Gordy, but it's all done with love and none of it's corny. With this third film, Peel isn't monkeying around, a tale that's not meant to be just told on the ground. So go into this film holding much hope, because Jordan Peel's nope is most certainly dope. 
<laughs> well done. Heidelberg, do you have a reach around for us to I summarize do. the plot? It's a little bit of a long one. All right. It's almost like I wrote a novel. Good. Oh. oh. Mm. Heidelberg, you know I'm your number one fan. Oh, my God. Misery's reach around. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, you ready? This is awesome. Paul Sheldon was a famous novelist who hated his main protagonist. Creative stagnation made him pissed. He wanted awards and to be on the lists of the most iconic authors known to man. But first, he'd encounter his number one fan. A faithful crash would cross their paths. She saved his life and made him laugh. She mended his wounds and cured his ills, commended him on his writing skills. Till one day, Paul saw it through the cracks, kept against his will the time it did lapse. Days turned into weeks and weeks into a year. Antipsychosis had become most severe. His main character's name had become his worst fear because Andy kept him medicated most dizzily. Now Paul is a prisoner of his own misery. So he does as he's told and writes a new novel. But Annie isn't happy and makes Paul have to hobble. It's enough for our writer to want this fan dead, plotting how to drop a typewriter on her head. For his number one fan just went too far. He never should have gotten out that cock duty car. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tried to take it serious. <laughs> you ready? Unlike the film. What demons haunt creative souls? They tear at flesh and consume you whole. What's inside the artist's soul? Where monsters dwell and evil swolds. Ideas are born and come and go. The best ones stay inside and grow. Our insecurities manifest from down below. The things we fear feed on us slow. Ghouls appear from within the dark and prey on that creative spark. They feed on our hopes and dreams. No one is there to hear your screams. Silent screams that come from within. As demons begin to tear the skin. Creation that comes from sin. Our true fears, they are internal. Our suffering, it is eternal. Because the devil's art remains infernal. Well done. Oh, getting to the heart of the matter, I think. See, that made it sound like really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hydraberg, please tell me you have a reach around for this movie. Oh, my God. I do. <laughs> Hold on. I need to, like, settle in for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take oh, a deep oops. breath. <laughs> Ready? I'm ready. A tale about an epic man who drives around in his bitchin' van, a chariot to transport his band to rock across this rockless land and fill the air with horny hands, hands that pluck and strum the bass, a drummer with Australian tastes. As groupies flock upon the house, a possessed manager frees bosoms from within their blouse. A band like this (laughs) deserves the babes and all that comes with wealth and fame. But first survive Beelzebub's game. Our hero shows why he's the best with armored groin and massive chest. As he transforms, he has to flex. This film is filled with awkward sex, but Triton is and remains the best and beats the evil with a dance. His biceps put it in a trance. This demon never stood a chance. This battle is one for the history pages, a sound that is the rock of ages. Yes. You're not supposed to laugh during my my reach arounds, guys. Come on, be professional. Sorry. It was very professional laugh. I promise. I don't know what there's to laugh about with this film or my reach around. It was all very well done and professional written. There was a lot of heart in it. Yeah. (laughs) Hydraberg, your reach around was written like 10 times better than the screenplay for the movie. Yeah, but I I agree with you. There was a lot of heart in this, you know. (laughs) 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 All right. You have a reach around. Uh, of course, I, I have a reach around. <coughs> you guys ready? I'm yeah. so ready. Well, Choking on water. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Go ahead. All right. 
On the verge of tears, a widow fears the man she loved for many years was not the man that he appears to be since the day they met. This man she loved, he was a threat to women who shared her appearance. The truth is his crimes were meant to cause interference. She struggles through grief with perseverance, haunted by her lover's reappearance. She learns of other women's disappearance and finds the house across the lake. Her marriage true or was it fake? Her husband did what he thought best. Whispers of nothing a man possessed. Because of this, she cannot rest. Her heart and soul put to the test. Her nights in this house are now haunted. Her memories of a love now faulted. Day after day remains exhausted. She won't just quit, though. She's going to do something. For the rest of her life, it's all or nothing. Wow. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. Hydraberg, do you have a reach around for us? I do. Can we? I have a prom night reach around. <laughs> and my very first. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to make you guys all prom night queens right now. <laughs> all right. Ready? Mm-hmm. With corsage in hand, a killer plans to get revenge on kids that scammed. Their ways out of the hot seat. Six years ago, their pads did meet. A murder charge they think they beat. A not-so-innocent man took the heat. When an accident befalls a girl, now a prom queen wears strings of pearl and dances to her heart's content. Vengeance is this killer's bent. The crime unsolved the, the cause of his descent. Off the deep end is where he went. Plots revenge from past to present. That fateful day he witnessed death. His sister drew her very last breath. Right in front of his young eyes. His only motivation to expose their lies. And slit their throats to bleed them dry. His sister recognized his eyes. He dropped his guard and now he's dead. His sister had to split his head. As blood began to cloud his sight. He and his victims died on this, their prom night. Yeah. (laughs) Love that one. All right. Sounds good. Hydra Berg, I can't wait to hear this reach around. You said it was a good one. Yes, I have a consensual reach around ready mm-hmm. for you guys. Great. That's the that's the best kind. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. When yes. you choke on water, you're ready for it. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. A group of sisters pulls a prank most twisted. A boy involved with sex insisted. This group of gals reviews the tape of Megan as she feigns for rape. Cassidy, her mouth agape. The only one not aware it's fake. A prank played too long for Garrett's sake. Now Megan's dead, their real mistake. They didn't know when the fun should come to a halt. Now each one is claiming that it's not their fault. It all started over simulated sexual assault. Now the ball has rolled much further, resulting in murder. This group of sisters has crossed a thin line. Megan's last resting place is now a mine. All of them hysterical, minus Jessica. She's fine, because she's a cold bitch with a clear mind. To do whatever she needs to protect her own future, even if that means the group starts to fracture. As months go by, they just moved on, except for the killer with a tire iron. As the sisters are killed one by one, their gruesome deaths part of the film's fun. Never do we feel sad for their passing. Jessica manipulates their light she's been gassing. All the while, the killer's been slashing, taking them out one by one like they're suckers. Till Ellie saved the day, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding Bruce Willis reference. Outstanding. You tied it together. Yeah. You guys ready for me to uh, thrill you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Thrill me. All right. 1959, late one night, a meteorite streaks in light. As lovers kiss in black and white, phallic aliens in space fight over what they think is right. An experiment is jettisoned and lands on a planet it's never been. As Johnny goes to check it out, a space slug enters through his mouth. 
His date is cut into different places, but Johnny's been frozen in cryostasis. Officer Cameron had to pick up the pieces of what remained of his high school sweetness. Flash forward 27 years as frat boys party pounding beers and awkward teens deal with fears, attracting girls and respect from peers. They attempt to prank, but fuck it up. Now space thugs slither and cause a muck. The, the dance is just days away, but the creeps are here to stay. They enter through your mouth and fester, but JC makes jokes like a jester. He thinks he and Chris the ones to blame. They multiply inside your brain and split your skull. It's quite insane. JC figures out these parasites' true weakness, but it's too late. He caught the creepness. Chris succumbs to his desires, a tuxedo, now his new attire, as he learns their weakness fire. The, new, the good news is your dates are here, not drunk on booze and cans of beer. Because they are dead, your biggest fear. But everything will be just fine. A copper dork and the babe, the final line. So pop your tops. It's Miller time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was so good. That was like it was a little long. Better, it just kept- that was better than it really had any right to be. That was really good. <laughs> and here we go. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Heidelberg's reach around a lot. All right. A girl from Ohio with big dreams travels to Berlin to dance on the scene. With reckless abandon, our girl Susie Banyan becomes more than just a stand-in. So the lead role is what she is handed. The chance of a lifetime is what she's just landed. Turned her competition into a pretzel. This too a German tale, but not Hansel and Gretel. More than one witch in this tale most dreadful. A body is craved by Helena Marcos, a vessel. Madame Blanc isn't sure with her conscience she wrestles. For this coven of witches believes in a higher power. True fear they embody as men have to cower. Through women they uplift and empower. Human flesh they do borrow. Darkness sighs and tears the three mothers of sorrow. Marcos thought herself to be above all the rest. Susie's arrival put the circle of witches to the test. Through dance and sheer power, she dispelled Marcos' lies and revealed her true form, the mother of sighs. Well done. Well done, man. That was great. Thanks. You're a regular folk artist with that (laughs) shit. Hey, you are. All right, Hydroberg, get your wax ready. (laughs) Yeah. There's some porpoises here that need to be... (laughs) Wax. <laughs> I've never reached around a porpoise before. I feel like they're slippery. Or clay <laughs> punched. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me dinner first, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Oh, yep. I'm so ready. A boy who finds himself walking in his sleep has trouble mastering the art of counting sheep. An entity in bunny form he comes to finally meet. His sanity he truly doubts in therapy he speaks. A boy is plagued in pain he can hardly bear. Until a dreamlike state, he meets his creepy hair. This distorted rabbit reveals his name is Frank. In 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds, the world is going blank. A boy wakes up and knows this is not a prank. Frank essentially saved him from his doom. For on that night, he walked up out of his room. Then in the night, his family heard a boom. A jet engine fell and crashed right through his room. He meets a girl, falls for her, then pays the final cost. For before this girl and her love, our boy was truly lost. Now he's found on solid ground, but can't shake that something's off. A puzzle passed through time he struggles to unlock. A ticking doomsday clock. As the days on the calendar begin to disappear, our boy must make a choice between what is love and what is fear. As Frank speeds down the road, incapable to steer, he swerves to miss death, but towards love his car it veers. Then in the blink of an eye, Frank loses his life, for running over what someday may have been our boy's wife. It's then that everything falls into place. Our boy has finally learned the level of the stakes. He trades his life for those that he holds dear. Gets back in bed and laughs in the face of fear. 
Through the motion of death, he takes his final breath. Now his life was meant to sparkle. The boy that died that night, his name was Donnie Darko. Yes. Holy oh shit. Nice, that, was dude. that was my favorite. That, that was, was damn good. <laughs> damn good. Yeah. Man, that was, that good, was like a new shit, level. Man. Jack episode 100. That's my favorite. <laughs> okay. I'm making a note. All right. Hydra Berg, you ready to give us a reach around? I am going to give you a reach around like my that's, boy Tom Atkins. Uh, that's, uh, it's got to be all about Tom Atkins, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you an Atkinian reach around. Oh, wait, hold on. I got I to gotta get ready. I'm ready. Who's ready for new lingo here tonight? <laughs> Who's ready for a mustache ride? Right. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> me. <laughs> me, me, me. You guys ready? Yep. Of course. It's like, shut up. <laughs> Eight more days till Halloween. Halloween. A man caught in a Celtic dream. Runs to the streets and tries to scream. To warn of plans and evil schemes. But no one knows quite what he means. With masks clutched in his sweaty hands, he passes a message to our man. Dr. Chalice doesn't understand until the man's skull is crushed by a robotic hand. His hitman doesn't get very far. He torches himself inside his car. Now Daniel thinks this all bizarre, approached by the victim's daughter with questions about her father's slaughter. So answers they seek come hella high water. A road trip is what they take, a small town they investigate. It's home to silver shamrock novelties a force responsible for many tragedies. Through witchcraft and tones, they hope to penetrate your homes and turn your children into bugs and bones using an ancient stone. The mastermind, a man by the name of Cochran, wasn't counting on old Tom Atkins. Fueled by sex and booze, Tom tries to stop him, zaps the Irishman into another dimension. Then our hero is dismayed, attacked by the android daughter that he previously laid. Old Dr. Chalice is truly betrayed. He runs through a gas station, really afraid. In fear for the children's lives, he has to save, frantically making calls trying to stop the evil commercial and the heads that will pop. Three ads that Halloween night cause all of the scare. Two of the three taken off of the air. The last commercial begins to blare. As our hero explains what it will cost, he screams, pleads, turn it off, turn it off. I saw Jacqueline, oh, turn, off, Jacqueline turn off her microphone. <laughs> She's like coughing. She's I'm like, not good at I'm not good at not laughing at these, so I just have to turn off my mic so I can freely guffaw. Yeah, that yeah. was wonderful. Yeah, my favorite. So good. All right, well, John, you want to drop that spoiler warning for us, and then we can see what's reaching around in Hyderberg's reach around. Certainly, uh, I don't know what that means. All right, Hyderberg. All right. What is in the plot summary? The plot summary is you ready. Yes. When a series of grisly murders befalls a small town, bodies on the ground, but no heads can be found. The locals have no clue who to blame. So they rely on the brain of an Ichabod crane. He begins his investigation with science and smarts. Never the wiser what course through his heart, unaware of his place in this folk art. Because in his veins, it wasn't blood. Our boy Crane's heart was filled with love. An emotion he always considered a hassle until he met Katrina Van Tassel. Night after night, the horseman kills again and again. Ichabon is sure he'll, he'll collar his man. For these crimes must have a scientific explanation. No way witchcraft could be the source of the abomination. Then our constable comes face to face with the headless horseman and realizes there's no reinforcements. His prowess and science, the only weapon he needs. A secret so scandalous it's brought a town to its knees. Ichabod's prompt suspect is feeling the squeeze. Lady Van Tassel was controlling the plot. The horseman's head through digging she got. 
and began to sick them on all of her victims to cut off their heads as if they were chickens. Her vision was narrow, a tale told as rare as a red sparrow. Without your head, it's hard to swallow. Yet here it is, the legend of old Sleepy Hollow. Mm, nice. Yes, nice one. MC over here. Yeah. You always have such creative rhymes. Hydroberg, I cannot wait to hear this reach around plot summary. Me either. Oh my God. Okay. I might have a couple tricks in my bag. Here we go. Bag tricks. Oh, your bag? Yeah. Are you saying that you are a trick since my you bag, are in baby. the bag? Yeah, baby. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sienna Shaw had a dad that could draw. He drew a Valkyries in the horrors he saw. One of those things was Art the Clown, the killer whose body never was found. He killed eight people a year ago. The legend of his massacre surely did grow. The death of a father, a tremendous blow. Sienna's family trying to pick up the pieces. No clue of the killer clown who writes with his feces. Except for her brother who used Art for his theses. Now that Art has a partner, his kill count just increases. A pale little girl has entered his world. New visions of terror, they both now unfurl. As they paint the town in a black and white swirl. Or perhaps you thought I was going to say red. After all, Art does give out candy from a dead lady's head. Cut Allie to pieces in the comfort of her own bed. If you've come across this clown, all signs are you're dead. Sienna is consumed by her fear and her dread. Across a funhouse floor by her feet she was dragged. Just when it seems her confidence sagged. A blade from her dad appears in her hand. Swings with a vengeance and it's off with his head. Art the clown now finally dead. Now our final girl, Sienna, not one to brag. Put a stop to this clown and all of his gags. Raise his head in the air and put it into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hydroberg, that was spectacular. I don't even know where to start. Hydroberg. I've actually been have... looking forward to this all week. Me too. Hydroberg, do you have a reach around plot summary for us? I do. All right. I'm ready. You ready? Todd and Terry, a couple of twins. At the drive-in is where the horror begins. They went to see the house that cried murder on a date with their mom, two unwilling observers. Making out with some guy woke them up when they heard her. Terry, he snapped and committed a murder, conniving enough to hide behind a facade and pin the gruesome killing on his twin brother, Todd. Ten years since that night and all things seem normal. The rage inside Terry rises and boils. He's cracked on Thanksgiving and can't hide his derangement. His killings are sparked by his mother's engagement. A fear in a man, she will find his replacement. Freudian slip into madness and his maternal enslavement. Todd has escaped and is presumed up to no good. All the while, it's been Terry causing terror in the neighborhood. All of them victims of the nightmare of Shadowwood. So this mother of two can't accept what she's caused, the damage she's done, the psychological scars. Her sons want their mommy both internally flawed, eating leftovers from the dinner while drunk on the floor. While deep in her thoughts, she's her sanity lost. The blood that raged that night was definitely not cranberry sauce. Ah. <laughs> Amazing. Hydroberg, do you have the ever popular reach around for us? Yeah, I got a rockabilly reach around for you. I'm ready for this. This is going to be good. (laughs) All right, ready? All right. Courtney Bates, a traumatized survivor, has eyes on Matt, a hunky bachelor. Wants a normal teenage life, putting her trauma past her. Plans a trip with some bandmates that turns into a disaster. Another sleepover to rival the last. Just some frisky young women having a blast. Till a murdering musician from Courtney's past makes this slumber party everyone's last. Courtney, she dreams with Matt of a roll in the hay, ultimately afraid to go all the way. The killer wants to drill her and slay her a leg. A guitar-wielding killer quenching his thirst. Out from Matt's chest did his tool burst. 
Gallon after gallon, the blood, it does squirt. He just wants to give you the tip. I mean, how much could it hurt? <laughs> a killer that drives, it's driven by blood and his lust. With this tool of destruction in your face, he will thrust. Breaking off into song and a dance is a must. Now Courtney can't tell what senses she trusts. One by one, her friends meet their grisly ends. A slumber party massacre all over again. With this tool of murder, he can't wait to fill her. No ordinary thriller, an organ spiller, otherwise known as a driller killer. So yeah, good. That. That so good. I, I'm I'm ashamed to say that when I just my brain moved to the reach around portion that I was gonna cue you up for. Um I, I had some bad mental images of like corn and anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> unwelcome thoughts. Heidelberg, do you have a reach around plot summary for us? I have a very corny reach around for you guys. All right. Ready. I'm, I'm ready. Bring it. All right. Gatlin on the map, a spot, a tiny town that time forgot, the setting for a fiendish plot. The children turn, their minds they rot. Worship for the season's crop. All adults, their pulses drop. Two lovers come, this place they stop. Around the town, they take a gander and come across the corn commander. Isaac spits a cultish slander at all adults and outlanders. With Malachi, his right-hander, these children dealt a massive blow. The older folk reap what they sow for challenging what's behind the rose as past and present come to blows. Between youth and adulthood, a line was drawn, a rural place where evil's born. So walk with us beyond the corn. Nice. In the meantime, Hyderberg, do you have a reach-around plot summary for us? Yeah, I have a PG-13 reach-around for you. Okay. I am ready. All right. Push in the tape and then press play. What you saw, you just can't say. Images to your dismay. Your death, it comes the seventh day. Day one, you think it's all a dream. By the six, you'll want to scream. Vision seen that make you scream. Your demise, you start to dwell. The little girl inside the well. As the waters start to swell, a rancid scent you come to smell. A body bloated, filled with fear. An evil presence on tape is seared. Your nose, it bleeds, your hand, it smears. The little girl becomes your fear. Inside your screen, she comes through clear. Try as you may to change the channel. Samara comes, your fate is final. Her nightmare and tape is what she brings. Before you die, you see the ring. Oh, my God. That was so nice. good. Good job, so man. So good. Whenever you're ready, Hyderberg. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? <laughs> Reservations for a B&B left in the air. A double booking for both patrons, it just isn't fair. Come in out of the rain, we'll figure out this unfortunate affair. Two minds alike through circumstance have more to share. A nightmare realm underground, both lodgers unaware of. A creature lurks that simply wants a baby to take care of. Born out of blood and incest, all things you should be scared of. The gentleman's skull now where his brain was. Cut to black and ocean view, a man we're unaware of. A silly man whose life is falling into ruin. A casualty of his own hubris and a slighted woman. A victim in his own eyes, but to the world he's a villain. A dwelling that he owns but never has lived in is the scene of the crime of a serial killer's children. Evil that's bred by a terrible man. Being breastfed as an adult, not part of the plan. A monstrous mother grabbing all that she can and making a baby out of a fully grown man. So try not to fight or to struggle or this fierce, grotesque woman will give you some trouble. Like a balloon, she has popped this man baby's bubble. So even though it's not natural or even cesarean, you will drink from the Baba and call her your mama in a tale called Barbarians. 
<laughs> oh my well god. Done. I love that. That was genius. So Hyderberg, you are just a poet. Seriously, you really are. No, seriously, you really are. You really are. Um it's I mean, I what's the one thing you notice about all of these emails and messages? Everybody talks about the reach around. I know, I know. That's everybody's favorite part of the show and it really is what makes us unique. It's and it's so funny how it just kind of developed into like the thing that you do and it, yeah. it wasn't like necessarily your intention at the beginning but everybody that i know it's their favorite part of the show myself included. It, it, it has become the attention of the show what's the reach around going to be like I, yeah. i'm telling you after i heard all those i'm coming dust right now because the reach rounds were so good so <laughs> wow. he's coming dust right now you I guys am, heard that right, right? it's right? like john's coming dust right now wow that that's how good the reach rounds were graphic. they were so good uh, I thought maybe no, you, that was, you misspoke, but then I realized you actually did mean to say that. It took me a second to I process. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm going to echo what Jacqueline said. I, Heidelberg, those are fantastic. And Jacqueline, again, I'm going to reiterate, you being the host of the show, um, you are perfect for this. Uh, you oh, you are you. our leader. Heidelberg, I love working with you. I love you guys both so thank much. You. 100 episodes in the bag. Let's get to the next 100 for 200 and 300 and 400 and work on our goals that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast so yeah yeah we got some growing to do this year i think yeah i think we've we've outlined some good goals yeah yeah um and i so one thing i do notice about the reach arounds i tried to keep in a lot of the segments where jacqueline introducing the segment and are joking around about the segment we said we tend to giggle before we're doing it because I tell a joke or something happens where it's like, all right, Hydraberg, you got to get serious now because you got to nail your reach around. But everybody's making me laugh um, or like sometimes after I'm done, like funny things will be said or heard after. So I kept some of that stuff in there. I kept it a little longer That's than great. just my actual reach. Yeah. Around. I think yeah. some of those those are the human parts of our show is like where you introduce us and you Hydraberg, do you have another reach around for us? And I mm-hmm. might. Know, say something you have a quippy response yeah whatever like i don't know it makes the segment that much better i feel like (laughs) even if a lame one uh there's never been a a couple lame ones Mm, i disagree no maybe it's more the delivery sometimes here's the one thing jacqueline always has to mute her mic when you do that because she laughs so damn hard it's just like she's i I found that out by ruining some of his reach arounds (laughs) i'll be honest there's moments where i'm trying to deliver one where i'm like yeah i like everybody shut i might laugh myself but if i don't hear you laughing I can stay serious enough to get it out. You know what I mean? To deliver yeah. it on the, in the tone that it's meant to be because it is some of it. It's meant to be make, make you laugh, but I can't laugh while I'm doing it. Yeah. I need so to. I, I learned that early on that I needed to shut the fuck up and mute my mic because I was messing you <laughs> up. Yeah. So that's why I, I like it, it pains me, but I got to put my dog in the other room when I do the show sometimes just for the yeah. reach around. So, yeah, so I want to, you know, he makes a lot of, he hears me talking and he wants mm-hmm. to know what's going on. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy doing the reach rounds. It feels like work sometimes. I'll be honest. There's sometimes yeah. where I've written my review and I'm like, good, my work's done for the day. I can just relax. I got five hours to the podcast. And I'm like, wait, you gotta write a reach around still for that film. <laughs> and if it's a film I gravitate towards, then it's easier. But if yeah. it's a film I gotta pull really because I'm just it didn't sit well with me. It's like sometimes those are the, the hardest ones. But yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. That's why we respect well, you. That's why we yeah, we appreciate you because we know that's a lot of work. So yeah, yeah. you're an artist. We should say a huge thank you to the people that we've had on and the listeners. So uh, I'm I'm hesitant to say 
them if I'm forgetting someone. Like, I'm so paranoid if I did do a shout out list. Like, uh, Stephen and Leo spoils a horror. Randy and Andy of Circle of Jerks podcast. Amy Burke, Amy Burke Bomb on Instagram. A Bomb, whatever. My Little Slice of Hell, aka The Black Butcher for his ads. Matt Stenson of Swords and Stereos mm-hmm. podcast. Michael from Horror Apocalypse podcast. Caitlin Grant from Plug It Up. Uh, Trey of Trace Table podcast. Nicole of Light and Shadow podcast. Uh, Bob and Andy Soju of Straight Chilling Crew podcast. Charlie, Nate, and Pete over at Give Me Back My Action and Horror Movies podcast. Miles B, friend of the show. Satoski, friend of the show. Logan from Ghoulish University podcast. Also, shout out to Nate, Naderade, and Don of Ghoulish Uni. Uh, Tyler Nightmare of Punks at the Cinema podcast. Uh, Horror and More with Anya, Anya. Gore. Yeah. Anya Gore, sorry. Um, Jim G Baby and Steve of Waxing the Porpoise podcast. Anna and Hannah of Cinema Slab podcast. Jacqueline's husband, Joey. <laughs> Mikey from Let's Get Physical Media podcast, Shaggy Black and Villain Jose of the Cinema Villains podcast, and all our friends from Straight Chill and Slack community and our friends on socials. I anybody that's collaborated say, with us. What's that? No, just anybody that's collaborated with us in the past oh, year. Oh, yeah. I, I want to yep. say, uh, like, the biggest one is Straight Chill and Podcast. So I want to say a huge thank you to uh, Randy, Bob, and Soju. Uh, without them, this would not be possible. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to say, since I run the Instagram, um, my my little slice of hell, a.k.a. Yes. the Black Butcher, he's just run like ads for us, like yeah. out of the he does so of much promotion he does, for us. He does, he's a very creative guy um, and he yes. loves the genre. And we cover a lot of films so that supportive. he does not like necessarily, but he loves to make ads for them. And I love the work he does. And like, I don't know, it's pro bono stuff he does for us that I love. And so nice. You know, I just love to share his stuff whenever he does anything cool. Like he, he has a great page to follow. My little slice of horror network. Um, slice of hell. Uh, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, hell. My bad. Yeah. I got horror in the brain. Yeah, yeah. we should. We all do. Yeah, but yeah, he does. He does great work, and he's just a big fan of uh, the genre. Uh, the yeah, older stuff, the newer stuff, like, but a lot of older stuff he's really into. But yeah, um, yeah. Huge thank you to like uh, waxing the porpoise, uh, Anna. Um, Anna Presley, uh, what's her podcast? Oh, Anya, Anya Gore. No, no Anna Presley. Anna. Oh, Anna Presley is a uh, cinema slab with cinema Anna slab, Anna. uh, horror and more with Anya Gore. Uh, spoils of horror, obviously. Um, circle of jerks, the porpoise, plug it up with Caitlin. I think we've yep. waxed that porpoise a couple times already. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would like to mention we've had a, this has been a year of having new guests. We've Wait, had a lot Craig? of first time guests on here. Um, if I might, so Anna Presley, we had Tyler Nightmare just last night. Yeah. We had Jose and Shaggy, uh, <laughs> Cinema Villains. That was eventful. We had my very own husband Joey, which was kind of a he surprise. Did. Yeah, yeah um, man, still, that episode was great. It was I a great episode, it. but I'm still confused about his score. I don't. Oh, uh, yeah, his score was a little out there, but I let and, him I let him have it. And you guys got to hear our little marital spat during that episode. Yeah, over over um, makeup uh, people. Yeah. In like, yeah, in dressing order. rooms. Uh, yeah, Trey or James from Trey's table. By the way, Joey, uh, Jack, Logan. I'm right. Just Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we, we pro- so I don't know if I told you, but I have a friend who's kind of in the dance Yeah, world. you showed me that. Yeah, she sent me, I asked her and she sent me a text that like, yeah, they do their own makeup, even like the prima ballerinas at like the New York City ballet yeah. company. So, yep, I was right. Uh, Logan, first time uh, guest on our show this year. Remember? Great episode to prevent. And we had Mikey from Let's Get Physical Media podcast okay, for the first did. time. My Tokyo and, convertible. 
And we had our friend Miles from the Slack, who was kind of, it's been kind of a running joke that he's like the only Slack member left without a podcast. So uh, yeah, he was a great guest as <laughs> he well. He was great on the he brood. Was nervous. Man. I think he was a little nervous to come on, but he was it's so, so weird good. though, because he's nervous, but he's got like such a great podcasting setup already. Like he's ready to go. Yeah, but like, and he's, I just always love hearing his thoughts and his opinions on things. So I, I, I would love to have him. He was great on that episode. And that was a, that's a good movie. Um, I'm glad that we got him on for that. Um, Yeah. I also want to give big ups to Rob and Andy from uh, Circle of Jerks podcast. Uh, Who else are we missing? Nicole. Oh, Nicole. We've Uh, met our our fourth co-host. Yep. From Light from and Shadow Stereo. Huge thank you to her. Everybody uh, who's Steve, collaborated Michael with us. Michael from Horror, yeah. Horror, uh, Horror Apocalypse. Horror yep. Apocalypse. Michael. Oh, thank yeah. you so Michael, much, Michael. Um, and uh, we're sorry that he was on the episode where Jacqueline confessed her dry cereal eating habits. I, that's and, right. That was the episode yeah, where I Michael was a fault. Exactly he has right. not been on an episode since then. So. He's scared of me now. Yeah. He won't come back. <laughs> I'm sorry, because Michael. Because you're a serial killer, right? He's like, yeah. fuck that, Mm-hmm. You literally are a silly killer if you're not putting milk on it. I, you know, this is making me hungry. I think that when we wrap up, I'm going to go get some fruit brute. Mm. Oh, the emails. Uh, Matt, Todd, <laughs> Jimmy, and Seth. Thank you yeah, for sending those out. And uh, Steve for his uh, voicemail, too. Yep. So. Yeah, thank you thank for you, all thank the you to Thank anything. you to everybody who listens to us or has yeah, exactly. guested for us or has supported us in any way. We love you and appreciate you. Thanks for helping us make these hundred episodes everybody, happen. Yeah, everybody on the socials, everybody yep. on the Slack chat. Yep. Well, last, my final word. I love you guys. I can't wait to see where this podcast is going to go. And I have no intention of stopping anytime soon. Jacqueline and other Jacqueline. I mean, Hydraberg, <laughs> because that's what it says on the Zoom. Um, I do love you guys. I appreciate you. Uh, we've got so many more episodes to do, and I'm looking forward to the future. So thank you. 100 episodes, guys. Yep. Yep. And just one last little tiny word about 2 p.m. Todd. I think Hydraberg has a special little treat for our outro music, which uh, was yeah, provided to us Todd. by 2 p.m. Todd. Created a... a- cut above rap um and i'm gonna play it at the very end of our episode so enjoy keep it creepy because how terrible would that be we're not terrible we're awesome no no i mean if we act if we forgot to record we are terribly awesome if we <laughs> yeah yeah we are <laughs> all right <clears throat> you guys ready ready yeah i gotta say this poem is long overdue I tried to make it pop in 22. It was a year and a half since a trio was born. John, Jacqueline, and Hydraberg Strong. A cut above rose right out of the flame. ACA shot towards a meeting with fame. Hellos and some news, a sucker fuck train. Come with your take and let it rain. The reach around treat we all love to hear. The trio gets stronger, each cast hits my ears. Blumpkin is a word, Rob Zombie's a must. Our movie desire creates the fuss. We all thank the slack with the master chilling crew. Without the foundation, who knows what we would do. I know the trash bag is a vessel to fear. The pumpkin heads a gourd. Oh dear, Zombiva rituals, operas at the start. Freaky, slither, and ready or not. Is malignant good or what say you? Come on and check out the menu. Get lost in the woods, visit Hell House too. 
all the movie hits is what you do. The classics, remakes, and so many new. Your time and passion flows more than you know. Thank you, ACA, for making your show. Keep it creepy.